Hey, this is Gorgasm. You listen to Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. <laughs> hey, this is Damian Lusky from Gorgasm. This is Anthony Boyd from Gorgasm. Hey, everybody, it's Kyle Christmas from Gorgasm. I'm Taylor, guitar from Gorgasm. Welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Damian Lusky. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> 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 hey, you're listening to the podcast. Hey. And take two. <laughs> this is Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up? And welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I am Corey Gore Christ. With me, Doctor Vincent Fucking West. How we doing? We got a very exciting episode for you uh, people today. We got Gorgasm on the show later. Uh, fucking awesome interview. It was uh, really a really fun time with those guys. Uh, your thoughts on that? I mean, those guys. I'm a huge fan of the band. I've plugged them on other podcasts to finally get the entire band on there. Uh, want to take a second and thank all those guys for doing it. I can't believe we got the whole fucking band. I think you guys will enjoy the interview if you're a fan. Even if you're not, it's pretty damn funny. Yeah, it was just a great time, man, to have all those guys on there. You know, thank you, Ryan, Anthony, uh, Kyle, and Damien, of course. You know, you guys, stellar dudes. They had a lot of fun uh, with it, I think. So that was just a real treat for us and, and for you guys. It was just, we just had a balls out good time doing that. So, uh, uh, looking forward to, to bringing that to you guys later on in the episode. But first, of course, we can't uh, do that without a film. So uh, what has the doctor prescribed our viewers today? We're going to do uh, Universal's uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. It's a great fucking film. It's really fun. Uh, Billy Zane's a badass. <clears throat> He's great. William Sadler's yeah, a badass. Billy Zane's, yes. And uh, normally, as soon as this episode starts, we hit play. You know, you guys will hit play with us, but we haven't done it yet. So if you already started uh, Demon Knight, please uh, go ahead and, and press play in three, two, one. Now, you can hear the Universal thing playing in the background on here. Because, of course, we got to have the, the badass intro with uh, the Crypt Keeper. So we got to see what he has to tell us about this tale, so uh, figured it'd be a fun thing for you guys if, uh, for those of you that aren't following along, you can at least hear the Crypt Keeper on there, which <clears throat> so I think is pretty cool. So I'll actually get right into some stuff, uh, if you heard any new, uh, death metal or anything recently? Uh, I can't buy anything anymore, because there's nowhere to walk into a goddamn store and buy anything, so I, honestly trying to rummage through Amazon right now has not been very fun for me. There's a bunch of stuff coming out uh, in August that I'm interested in buying. Not necessarily death metal. Right. I don't know. You know, honestly, I don't I, I don't know how anybody navigates that side. I, it, I've been, it's been thrown into my lap. It's great that they have a bunch of stuff, but I don't, you know, I don't, I can't find anything on there. Right. I don't. It's just you have to sit there and dig. I guess. I guess the only thing I can plug, and I've plugged it before, is the new Sodom's coming out. At the end yeah. Of the month. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh, 
any fans of that stuff, but I don't. I have no idea. I mean, I I'll tell you something that I bought uh, recently off there though that I haven't told you about. I've got the new uh, Ghoul album. Nice, the Dungeon Bastards. I haven't even opened it though. I've got it, and I've got. I'd have listened to some of it. <clears throat> Saw on uh, Facebook, Tank Crimes posted thing. You can get that vinyl. It's limited. I don't know if it's still available. I don't think it is. But the vinyl opens up into like a board game that they made. That's pretty cool. That's great. I think it's hey. funny. So. Uh, that's, that's Shout right. out to Ghoul if you haven't got Dungeon Bastards, pick that shit up. Uh, if you can find that vinyl version, the... and there is pretty awesome. So yeah, I guess that was it. It was just the uh, Crypt Keeper doing the yell, and then it goes into the movie. So that's good. And then you got a a bloody hooker on the bed, or somebody. <clears throat> Unless it's that time of the month, I'm pretty sure something's going on here. I worked at a movie theater when this was... Uh, I was projectionist. I think I've mentioned that on another podcast, so this was fun to actually uh, do this one. I'm real happy this one because it never broke on me. I mean, you'd have a you know reel-to-reel break or whatever. But, but what, I, what I was going to say uh, about this film... Oh, actually, back back to the music thing real quick. You know, I don't, I can't navigate that fucking side, and then I, I don't like having to buy everything off of there. I, I'll, you know, I, it's hard to even find out where, uh, where to go to Boston. Tits. Yeah, you know. I agree with that. <clears throat> We're only three minutes in. You already got. Fake boobs and, and and blood and gore, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> There's the quick people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's John Larroquette, uh, better known for me. Uh, he was Dan on Night Court, but he was also he was a Klingon in Star Trek Three: uh, Search for Spock. But horror fans, that is the voice narrating the original title sequence of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Awesome. That's who that is. He's, He's a, a fucking badass. And then Love of course, William Sadler is also your boy on here. Yeah, I'll get into that here in a minute. I'm actually gonna pull that one up. Look at that. To get into all that because it's uh, yeah a huge fan of his he's a great actor John Kassir. Are you gonna, uh, are we gonna turn the audio down or are we gonna do that? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to have the Crypt Keeper part because it was cool. Uh, Billy Zane, fucking love him. Uh, if y'all don't know this, he was in, he was one of Biff's gang in, uh, Back to the Future, in all three of them, actually. The, uh, is he real? Yes, he's in all three of them. He has hair, that's why I don't ever recognize him. Well, he looks different in each one, it's funny as shit. But, uh, <laughs> um, uh, another movie that he did that I'm a huge fan of that's... He's uh, the douchebag in Titanic. He's, we all know that. Well, he's... 
he's uh, yes, the Phantom which is a King Features comic book hero that was uh, Flash Gordon's running buddy. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm a huge fan of that film. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church is in this one. I haven't seen this movie in forever. Dick Miller, of course, is in this. Which is great. We, you know, I... This film... I don't know, but I, I just like it. I don't know why. Charles Fleischer. The the soundtrack we really should get into. Of at some course, point man. You got one, but um, what's the Megadeth track in here? Diadems is on this one. I think so. Yeah, I mean the um, Pantera. You got. Let me pull this uh, soundtrack up here. There's Machine Heads on there. There's a bunch of stuff, you know. And it, it, do I like all that stuff not necessarily? But the soundtrack's is good. This movie's good. You know, I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time there's been a metal soundtrack that was, you know, even remotely decent. So, um, uh, Alone in the Dark actually had a killer soundtrack. Never seen that film. The movie's horrible. It's got Chris Jericho and uh, Christian Slater in it. It's never fucking seen, weird. Never seen that. It's movie. bad. It's terrible. But the soundtrack was put out by Nuclear Blast, and <laughs> we it's, heard. it's it's a fucking awesome soundtrack. I think it's a double disc soundtrack too. All right, we got here. We go for. Uh, the soundtrack for all you metalheads out there if you've never seen Demon Knight this should pull you into this film alone just by the soundtrack we got Cemetery Gates by uh, Pantera we got Tonight We Murder by Ministry and uh, My Misery by Machine Head it is Diadems by uh, Megadeth Uh, Instant Larry by The Melvins or just Melvins Uh, you got a Rollins Band song on there so yeah I'll take Rollins Band over Melvin's any day. Yeah, same here. Uh, Beaten by Biohazard, which is awesome. Yeah, I like And that. Policia by Sepultura, which I think is uh, AD, uh, Chaos AD. Then you got Filter and Gravediggers, who I don't know who that is, but that's pretty awesome. So uh, definitely check Dude, out the soundtrack. Hold on, at least. Least. I, go back to Sadler for a second if it's okay. He's Senator Vernon Trent in my favorite Steven Seagal movie, Hard to Kill. That's my favorite one, Hard to Kill. He's the senator. Is that the one where he's... I'll take you to the... Or, uh, you can take that to the bank. Is, the, is Hard to Kill the one where he's like, fuck off and die, and he like cuts the dude's head off yeah. with, a, with a samurai sword? Yeah, that's my favorite one, too. No. He's like, fuck off and die, and he, <laughs> he cuts the dude's head off with a samurai sword. I don't know. I'm pretty sure no, it's No, that no, no. This one, he doesn't kill William Sadler, but he crams a shotgun in his mouth, breaks all his teeth. I don't know if it's that one or not. I'm pretty hard sure that one's hard, hard to kill. No, I think you're, you're talking about Alfred Justice is the one you're talking about. Maybe, uh, yeah. That's a good one, too, though, because the that's guy... the last guy he kills, and he's like... The guy we like... There's another actor that we like that's in that. The guy that's the sheriff in uh, Devil's Rejects is in that. Uh, the sheriff. Okay, here's something really weird, and I didn't realize this. Uh, William Sadler is also in Bordello of Blood. Huh. He's the mummy in it. I'm actually going to have to buy that. I don't have that movie. Who was, uh... He was the sheriff in Devil's Rejects? Not Sadler. Uh, oh, guy. William Forsyth. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. But Forsyth is the villain in, in Seagal's Out for Justice. I think he's that's a the good villain. The samurai sword. I think that's what you're talking about. Alright, here's the soundtrack for Alone in the Dark. You ready for this? And yeah, it, it was Sadler stuff, so you're good. It was a uh, double disc uh, soundtrack put out by a Nuclear Blast. So these are all Nuclear Blast bands. Most of them you probably don't like, but 
it's still a good soundtrack considering, you know. Um, it's just a weird movie to do that. It's got Dimmu Borgir on there. Um, it's got Fear Factory, In Flames, Strapping Young Lad, Agnostic Front, God Forbid, Chimera, Dark Tranquility, Exodus, Machine Head, Meshuga, Nightwish, Cradle of Filth, Arch Enemy, Death Angel, uh, Hypocrisy, Misery Index, Suffocation, Cataclysm, Bloodbath, All Shall Perish, Sam L, Dying Fetus. I mean, it's a pretty damn good soundtrack. <laughs> and there's a lot more on there, but, you know, the notables, especially for the fans of this podcast, that. Um, Can you kick the uh, subs on? Oh, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm. No, you're good. A little unprepared today. We're fine. There man. we go. Um, yeah, it's got One Shot, One yeah, Kill. Right. One Shot, One Kill by Dying Fetus. It's got. Outnumbering the Day by Bloodbath. That's a long soundtrack. It's two double disc. That's all just nuclear blast bands. And uh, Souls to Deny by Suffocation, which is great. Uh, so they got some relapse bands, too. There's all those bands mm-hmm. from Relapse's record you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, <coughs> Sadler was also the Grim Reaper in all the episodes of Tales from the Crypt, the television show. Awesome. He was Niles Talbot, the Grim Reaper. Uh, here's just something else interesting about him. He was also in Poltergeist The Legacy, which I think is a fantastic 90s uh, reboot horror show. He was also in the reboot of The Outer Limits. Nice. Uh, in Star Trek Deep Space Nine, he was Luther Sloan. Okay. And I'm going to kind of get nerdy here for a minute. Luther Sloan... is one of my favorite characters from Star Trek and the basic deal with him I'm trying to find it here so I can get more specific with it this is pissing me off well I don't take a year either way he was a cool character I'm not going to go into it but. so we're in the bar hotel Bar, yeah, and there's Sadler. That's Dick Miller too with him, I think. Uncle Willie. All these actors have been in a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, that is Dick Miller. Did you watch Tales from the Crypt when it was on? Oh, yeah. You know, I got some of it. That's not DVD. I don't have any of the, the Blu-rays, but... I, I watched... I loved watching that shit. I watched it... Uh, I used to watch that and Twilight Zone, like the old stuff, because it used to come on late on HBO. I enjoyed the... Uh, I enjoyed some of it. Not all of it, but I... What, Tales? Yeah, I couldn't tell you... I mean, I don't remember any of the shit, but I used to watch it as a kid because I liked it. You know, I mainly liked. See, it. the precursor to HBO having that show was a show that I enjoyed called The Hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. The three shows I would watch, like those, were uh, I would watch. I would Tales watch. From the dark side, of course. I would watch Tales from the Crypt. I would watch the old uh, Twilight Zone, and I would watch uh, Mystery Science Theater, which I loved too. 
could never get into that. Never liked that? No. I thought some of it was pretty damn funny. No, it's cool. I, th- I think it's, uh, you either like that or you don't. Yeah. I think the Mystery Science Theater stuff, it really is that simple. You either were a fan of it or you were not. No. And I was not. I liked it. Um, tell you guys a little bit about this film. Basically, William Sadler's character is a breaker. It's a soldier. And he gets this key that, uh, it's like an evil key, you know, and then Billy Zane is a demon that wants the key, and there's Charles Fleischer right there. That motherfucker's been in a bunch of shit. Hell yeah. And he was in a Nightmare on Elm Street. That's who you're talking about, yeah. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street, too. Charles Fleischer. Uh, I want to also say something about this film. The only thing that I like about this film is William Sadler and Billy Zane. If they were not in this movie, this movie would be a turd. Oh, I agree. The actors make this film. It, it, them specifically to me. Yeah. If the two of them were not in this film, I would have no interest in this film. Zero. Billy Zane, I don't know why he's not been a bigger actor. I think he's fucking awesome. I want to drink beer with him. I want to have him <laughs> on the podcast. I fucking love him. I think he's awesome. I guess after Titanic, he really didn't have to work anymore. <laughs> you know? Well, I don't know. It's, it's just odd. I don't ever see him doing it. You know, yeah, he's it's great, interesting. Man. He actually does an interview on this Blu-ray. Does he? Yeah, which is awesome. That is awesome. Because um, he's the collector in this, the demon that's trying to get the key from Breaker, which is pretty cool. He's a he's a bit the best, very fun character I, in this. You know, I it's interesting how uh, you know Hollywood does that stuff. I've never really got into this on the pocket. It bothers me. There's so many great actors that I love, and they get no work. And then, uh, you know, a piece of shit like Star Trek Beyond gets made. <laughs> and all those actors somehow get paid a lot of money. <laughs> I, I don't get it. You know, and I, I, don't, I, I also want to, just to briefly touch on that, too. You know, it's like the Harold and Kumar thing. Garbage. <laughs> oh, those movies are fucking stupid. And what's his name? Uh, works for Obama, or he did for a little while. I was like, what are you doing, man? Uh, Which one? Kumar. Really? can't remember his fucking name to save my life right now, but he's... Uh, it's weird. He worked for the Obama administration like he was a letter writer or some shit. I don't remember. That's odd. I mean, I like Obama. I voted for him, but I don't... I don't know. That's just weird. I don't know. I thought the guy was a, like a comedic actor. I don't, know. I don't know. But he's not the one I have an issue with. I hate the fucker that's in fucking Star Trek. I don't know that guy's name. I can't stand him. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah. Uh, to be clear, the, the Abrams Star Trek garbage, the guy that plays Sulu, he couldn't act his way out of a fucking paper bag. Um... But this there's another uh, actor that I fucking hate in this movie. Uh, speaking of which, I can't stand this, this asshole right here. He was the Sandman in the third. Oh, Spider-Man Thomas Hayden Church. Can't stand him. He's got an annoying face. Yeah, man. That's what it has. If no, like, it, it is. I, I want to hit him with a fucking bat. If you have an annoying face, I can't like you. I don't know what it is. No, no, he. You know it, what I mean? That's why I don't no, like him. I'm in full agreement. His face with that. looks like a you, butt. You ran. With, <laughs> you ran with that. I just hate his face. I, I, I do too. Like it's nothing about him as a person. It's just you I know can't where. Yeah, the only thing I see when I see him was he was that shitty dumbass mechanic <laughs> on fucking wings. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and I just wanted to hit him with his own tools. It's like, I wanted to have, have a monkey wrench his accident with it. No, I wouldn't have an accident with a saw and cut his head off. But I, <laughs> I can't deal. I just don't like that guy. Oh, I don't know. God I don't like it. him in anything. 
It, it is. It, you ran with that. Gore Cross nailed it. I didn't even have to go on a rant about it. He nailed it. It's, I hate his face. It's, I can't. <laughs> I can't even. I can't argue that. If any of you out there uh, understand that, it's like you hate somebody's face. That's it. That's a coffin nail. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. It's just you know. You know. Like, now the the sheriff here, the the heavy set guy. I do not know this guy's name. He's been in a ton of shit. Who? The 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 sheriff. The police officer that was driving Billy Zane. Not the deputy, but the other one. Uh, oh, John Shuck. He's been in fucking a million things. He's in Voyager. Yeah, I know. He's in a bunch of shit. The Star Trek stuff just, I love it, just swims in and out of the films I like. And I had no idea we sat down and watched this. I he's in Undiscovered Country, too, the film. Yeah, he's, uh, I, I'll let me tell you a little bit about him. He's an annoying Klingon. <laughs> he's in Star Trek Four. He's the, the Klingon wanting Kirk brought to justice for, for blowing up a Klingon ship. Right. Or not blowing up the ship, killing all the crew is what he did. He blew them up inside the Enterprise. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, John Chuck is. I always forget about that. Yeah, he's a another Star Trek actor. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. If it's we say it every episode, if it's horror, then uh, Star Trek. Can you pull has something up something here? I'd, I'd love to share this with everybody on here. My phone is bit the dust, but what uh, was this shot on the Universal lot? Because it looks like it to me. Let me check. This is definitely a closed-off studio. I'm curious if this was shot, like, on the set or where they shot the... Because uh, I know Warner Brothers was the, the television show because it's HBO, but this was obviously not Warner Brothers. This is Universal, so I wonder if they moved over to the Universal soundstage maybe to do this or... Uh, yeah, he's... It's funny, he is. He's a Klingon. It's funny. <laughs> Billy Zane. That's probably my favorite role besides the Phantom that he did. He's great. He's great in Back to the Future. He doesn't really do anything. He's funny. He's one of Biff's goons. Why don't you make like a tree? Get out of here. It's my bad Biff impersonation for everybody. <laughs> hmm. It was filmed in Canada. No shit. And there were some parts where... Uh, what part of Canada? Vancouver and British Columbia. You know, that that seems to be a theme with a lot of things I love. Yeah. It's, stuff is filmed in, in Western there, Canada. But it's all great, too. You know, most movies. Uh, I do another plug yeah. right now. Uh, Star Trek Discovery, the new television show, is being filmed in Canada as we speak. It's awesome. being filmed in Toronto. Comes out in January. Being filmed in Looks Toronto. Looks pretty awesome, just by the teaser. Um, okay, the part where Crypt Keeper goes to the movie premiere uh, in this film, that's in Los Angeles where that was That's filmed. at the Universal Studio. Yeah. And uh, the diner part is in Santa Clarita, California. Okay. And then the interiors and the exteriors of the hotel were f- filmed in Los Angeles as well in a... Uh, Aircraft hangar. Now you got some more, some more epic boobage. Uh, can we? What's the deal with this broad? What else has she been in? Uh, I don't shit. remember finding her attractive, and I do find her attractive now. I don't know why. 
Although the fact that she fucked that fucking bastard. <laughs> I don't know who she is in the film. I can't remember. Well, there's not many women in this. I don't know if it's Wanda or Cordiella. It's Cordiella. I just got it off the... <laughs> Let's see. She's in Death Spa. Fucking weird. awesome. That's pretty awesome. Uh, guys, if you've never seen Death Spa Bottom Blu-ray, it's great. Uh, it's a great film. One of my favorites. And actually... Who put that out? Was that a Screen Factory? No. Or... Uh, nope. Wasn't Synapse? Nope. Wasn't... One of my favorite companies. And they don't ever put out enough stuff. I love these guys because these guys are broke. Nope. Uh, the one that starts with V? Can't remember their name. No. Uh, so not Arrow? Faces of Death. The label face? Wow. Gorgon. Gorgon. That's right. Guys, let me tell you something. Gorgon Home Video has been scaring the shit out of me for 30 years. (laughs) Uh, I'm a huge fan. Uh, Death Spa is something we will eventually do on here. I have it. I'm a big fan of that film. Uh, But kind of going to Death Spa, just briefly, Queensryche's Operation Mindcrime album sampled the shit out of Death Spa. Yeah. Which is weird, but it's totally what that is. It's amazing. You showed me that. Yeah. Because you were like, they filmed, they, they took Death Spot. I thought it was weird, but. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Uh, to kind of go back to some music stuff coming out, uh, Power Wolf's putting out their first live Blu ray this month. It's going to be great. You know, it's I, I can't find a place to really find this shit. It's like if I stumble across it, and I like to keep people informed about what's going on. But I got to be honest with you guys. A lot of a lot of stuff that I like, they the, a lot of the, these bands don't get in a hurry to put this stuff out. And when they do, you can't fucking find it anywhere. You gotta you gotta be on their Facebook. You gotta right. It's like finding know. out when they're touring. If you're not a, a hardcore death metal fan, and speaking of which, I'm going to share the love here right now. One of my top five death metal bands is touring this October. Go see Malevolent Fucking Creation. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll be seeing them in Atlanta uh, on October 6th. Go see this band. Uh, if you're a fan of death metal, uh, go see them. I'm so excited about it. Corey's never seen them. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really excited for it. We're going to try to bring you an interview from that. Uh, thing we've been trying to I've been trying to do that for months again I apologize but hopefully I made up for it with the uh, Gorgasm uh, interview but uh, oh yeah, yeah that one you know we we uh, took a little hiatus but we we were doing episodes and shit there's just a lot been going on with work and uh, you know we're all very busy uh, Corey's been real busy doc, I, doctor's got a lot of corpses to attend to I've and been doing my own a lot thing. of a lot of funerals so I mean you know. Corey's been doing a lot of grave got, robbing. He's yeah, been busy. Been robbing he's been graves, selling the corpses know. for extra cash. I have you check them out and fillet them out for me. I'm and then I just to. sell the cadavers to colleges, so you know. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been very busy, but we've, we've you know, recorded... anything. We've recorded a lot of episodes for you guys, but it's just been a while to, uh, you know, get them out to you. But we did drop you three... And one day after Axe Free Weekend, so uh, hopefully you guys can sit on that and enjoy it. Um, 
you know, and then when you hear this episode, you'll be ready for another interview episode. So uh, it was nice to go back to our our roots, our bloody roots, if you will, and uh, you know, just do some bare bones episodes with just us. You know, it was what we always like to do. You know, for you guys. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I setting up interviews. Interviews are a lot of fun, um, but they're 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 difficult to. Uh, to get together sometimes it's not I, I've had so many I could sit here the rest of the night I won't uh, talking about ones that have went in the toilet <laughs> yeah you know that I've tried to set up but you know I get people I get I, just recently I had somebody tell me that they were interested in doing it and then never got back with me and you know don't respond you know uh, a lot of these people are touring musicians or you know they're in the middle of writing or recording and you know I understand that too but uh you know it's hard for us. Cause, I'm not a bot. You could be a little nicer. Than yeah, just you know, give me a thumbs up. Or, um, <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, hard. It's goddamn frustrating. <clears throat> what it is, but it's it's hard to, uh, I don't know, uh, get a hold of people, and then when you finally do, you know, you don't really hear much. So, you know, I understand, but at the same time, I don't. So, um, you know, we do the best we can to reach out to people, and. Uh, mostly we we only get the people that really want to do it. They'll they'll be the first to to respond back, and you know sometimes it takes a little working out, but we do get it worked out if they want it to. So that's just how it works. Um, I apologize out there again for when things fail. I also apologize on not really having a lot of music stuff to talk about on this episode. But I mean, goddamn, I I can't navigate Amazon to find new releases, you know, it's just a, yeah, more it's physical, frustrating. We're physical people, so, you know, we like to buy stuff. And I'll tell you something you know, I'd like you, to plug, though, that I bought, that I didn't tell you about, that I found in Chattanooga, and I can't believe somebody would sell this. I found that black metal band that you like. I found their newest album down there. Uh, Juder? Yeah. Oh, man, they're fucking incredible. I yeah, that, that record's band. pretty awesome. Saw them last year live, and they were nasty like there's no other word to describe their performance they were actually scary they they scared me a little bit they're a three piece they're Norwegian they're real they're fucking scary dudes but they're they're borderline death metal I mean they're just they're just an awesome band I mean they're as heavy as fuck and they don't even have to try so that's pretty awesome and now in the movie the collector has brought his little demons um, after cutting his hand get that little neon green goo blood coming out we're at 2951 on the film if you guys are following along at home and uh you got fucking breaker here just stomping ass throwing knives and he's got this little I guess it's like some kind of holy water shit that makes barriers so they can't break through it's like this bright red shit. It's pretty awesome. Alright kids, this is going to take a minute. I'm going to go ahead and start this. This is the list from hell uh, because we're getting closer and closer to Halloween. So here's the my list of uh, things I'm buying. So this I'm not is, even recommending this. This is stuff I'm buying. You, know, you can buy it if you want. I'm buying all this. And I'm just going to wipe me out. This is the I, wall of meat from the doctor. This is, here, and here it comes. Microwave Massacre. That comes out in August. You know we're doing an episode of that, so definitely stay tuned. Uh, slugs. 
Awesome. Chopping Mall. Have to do that. I've been plugging in on our on our Facebook, on our Twitter. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that movie. It's Barbara Crampton. It's awesome. We're definitely going to do that for you guys once we, we get a hold of it. I just want it. It's just something I want. Uh, Dead End Drive-In, Basket Case 2 and 3. Uh... This is this is not something I'm buying, but I want to plug this for the fans out there because if, if there's fans of this film out there, I want to give it some love. I've never seen it, honestly. Uh, Stephen King's It is finally coming out on Blu-ray. You've never seen It? I've never seen it. Wow, it's good. I'm not. It's I'm long. not a it's big long. Stephen King guy. That's one of his only good films, and because Tim Curry's awesome. Uh, but I would like to bring this up because I've not heard you mention this, and this is something I'm very excited about. Universal has restored American Werewolf in London. With yeah, a 4K that, since master. they just now announced that, so we really haven't had. That's a 4K I don't think master. We've, we've put out an episode where we've been able to talk about that. Uh, we got a Blood Diner fans out there that's coming out on Blu-ray. Scream Factory's putting out Exorcist Three in a collector's edition. Uh, I just here's a, here's one I want to plug that I just bought from Severin. Doctor Butcher slash Zombie Holocaust. You bought one. that? Yeah, it's on we got to do that, man. It's on. Its we got to do that. One. It's on its way. Uh, Doctor Butcher MD, I, fucking I love got, it. I just got it. Zombie Holocaust. Uh, was there, that's what it was called overseas? Um, awesome fucking. Uh, Wear the Blob, aka Son of the Blob from '72, is coming out. That's, that, sure that's good that for a collection. Not. That's good for a collection. I kind of feel like I want to get it. That's uh, a collector's thing. I'd get it just to have it. Uh, Hell Hole is now out and available from Scream Factory. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes limited edition, which I have already pre-ordered mm-hmm. for me and Corey. Uh, the Hammer Horror Universal you, Eight Film Collection. Oh, you're welcome. There's also another, speaking of Hammer, they're putting out... Shit! Hammer's putting out... Or, um, I don't know if it's Scream Factory or somebody. They're putting out The Evil of Frankenstein, and they're putting out um, it's, uh, another Mil- one. Well, I wanted to talk about that. I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, Mill Creek is putting out a bunch of uh, uh, Hammer horror double feature things, and they're very cheap. That's what it the is. The one I'm really excited about getting, and I can't remember what its partner is, is the Gorgon. <clears throat> yeah. The Gorgon is something I would love to do on this show. Of course. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Evils of the Night is coming out on Blu-ray, which looks to be an Arrow title. Um, it's a great film. I haven't seen it in years. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, this is something else that I also want. This is a uh, full moon movie that has... Uh, um, oh, God. Uh, let me just click on it. It's going to drive me insane. Linnea Quigley in it. Uh, the uh, nice. The um, let me get back to that. I just lost it. Uh, give me just a second. I just lost the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, I have Zombie Holocaust on Blu-ray, but I wanted that this new version supposed to look better. Yeah. Um, it's been out of print for a long time. Uh, the same company put out a movie that I love called Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. It's another movie I like to do on here, but oh yeah. Um, and I just lost this again because huh. I hate Amazon. I've been forced because a store that I bought all my stuff from that I started when we did this podcast still existed and is now officially going out of business. So I've gotten butt fucked on a bunch of stuff I ordered. So I'm like way behind on stuff that I was buying. Yeah, I'm and, pretty pissed off about it. You uh, know, it's it's sorority <laughs> babes in the Slumbo Bolarama with Linnea Quigley. <laughs> I want that. It's out. That's awesome. Have any fans of this stuff? Got to get that. Uh, the Just Desserts documentary, which is overpriced right now, and I was on for twenty five dollars when it was just sixteen ninety nine last week. You can get that from Synapse. Their website has it, and it's cheaper. Psycho for the beginning, which I'm buying. That comes out also in August. Uh, Astro Zombies is coming out. 
I uh, thought this was a cool part in the movie where they show. I guess it's supposed to be. Bad Jesus. Moon is now available <laughs> yeah. from uh, Scream Factory. Uh, great movie. Uh, one of my favorite actors. And in Sean that film. Clark does a audio commentary, I think, on that one. I'm gonna have to buy that. And I, not a, a uh, he doesn't do a, a Horos Hollow Grounds, but he does do a, a commentary on it. I think. Um, let's see what else is on here that I'm been chomping the bit to get. Uh, Metal Storm, the destruction of Jared Sin, the 3D movie from the that. 80s. It's hilarious. I don't know. If, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, kids, pick it up. It's beautiful. Of course. Um, I don't know if we'll do that one or not. Even if you have the old MGM one with the with the you you know the cover, yeah, that's a classic one, man. Uh, Blood and Black Lace, which I still don't have, which is available from Arrow. Scalps, which I actually have with me today, which we chose not to watch. Uh, Mainly me deciding not to do it just because it's it's kind of a weird move. We may do it sometime though. Yeah. Uh, Daughter of Dracula, which is a redemption title, which I want. Um, we have any Jeepers Creepers fans? Those things came out back in June. They're impossible to find. The first and second one. I have no idea why those things are so goddamn hard to find, but they are. I've never physically seen them in a store. I haven't either. Um, you know what? Since the uh, Carrie Collector's Edition's coming out, if we got any fans of that, I'm not a fan of it myself. Since FYE's kind of shit the bed, they haven't. Uh, it's went to shit too. They haven't. They used to be the first. The first like place I would find Scream Factory stuff. In stores was FYE. They'd have it front shelf. Now they don't have shit. They don't get new stuff anymore. I want to plug another movie on here that I watched recently, and I can't believe that I liked it. And I will actually tell people to go buy it that I actually liked it better than the original, and that is uh, Cabin Fever. Yes, I haven't seen it yet, but I since you recommended be- it, I'll I actually think it. it's better than. I'm not an Eli Roth fan. I feel like every movie that he does, he's jacking himself off somewhere, and. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. It was. It, I thought it was cool. We can do uh, it if you guys want that movie, it's on Blu-ray for ten bucks at Best Buy. You can't beat it. Yeah, it's fucking like twenty-five dollars on Amazon. Yeah, of course. Uh, this is a private plug for me, but I'm going to plug it anyway. They are putting the entire Night Rider and Miami Vice out on Blu-ray. I'm getting the Miami Vice for sure. Uh, huge fan. Uh, I'm sure Dallas. He was <laughs> very excited about. The he loved Night all Rider that shit. Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, which coming to you guys after uh, this interview, because we're going to get right back on track of putting these out regularly uh, as, as quickly as I can, you know, uh, so you guys don't have to wait. Um, we interviewed Dallas Toller Wade from Nile. Uh, they're on the Summer Slaughter Tour right Amazing now. interview. It's awesome. It's so much fun. But we did Great an actual... Guy. He treated us like fucking royalty at that show. Yeah, we had a, uh, we had a ton of fun. And we... Uh, Actually, did a full movie with him on, on the tour bus, so that was really, really nice. Royalty kids, yeah, we got great. treated like fucking royalty. I want to thank Corey for making that happen and Dallas for making that happen. That is the most fun I've had in a long time. It was we did fun. it in a very uncomfortable situation for me, which yeah. I won't get into. We were at a venue that I don't like to go to, and Corey and Dallas made it a very special day for me. Probably, <laughs> uh, I have it to look great, and say man. now it's. Uh, one of the best times I've had this year it was a lot of fun. It's awesome. Thank me you too. for always having a lot of fun with me, hey, man. and making me feel relaxed in a situation. Because normally, uh, and you guys will notice when you hear that interview, just kind of touch on that for a second. It's not like the Gorgasm one. It was kind of like the the Dallas show that day. It was fun. He really had it, fun it was, doing it. It was definitely a, if he didn't, he's a hell of an actor because <laughs> I felt like he had a lot of fun. It was definitely a, a, a Dallas takeover episode because he was doing the commentary on the film. He <laughs> this was one of the first. I'll tell you just the insight of this. How we got this interview. Um, 
he was one of the first people I had asked to do interviews. Uh, when we first started doing this podcast, um, you know, it was just me and the doctor, bare bones. We were just doing our thing, having a good time with it, and we still are. It hasn't changed a bit, but we started thinking, why don't we incorporate death metal elites, you know, like interviews uh, in our episodes, and that would be great. And hopefully they'll want to do movies with us. Uh, before we even got Brian from Vital Remains, I had reached out to Dallas like around that time, but it was before we actually locked down uh, an interview with, with Brian. And Dallas was, was very quick to respond. You know, he was always in touch with me and let me know, you know, he let me know uh, everything, you know, and, and his availability, all that stuff. So um, once the summer slaughter dates came out, I was like, hey, you know, why don't we just uh, come to you? And uh, we can do an interview, and you know he suggested the idea. Um, you know if you want, if you it'll be easier if, if you guys just brought the film, you know, uh, so we can we can all watch it, you know, uh, on tour. So that way, you know, we won't have to just do a phone interview. So that was all Dallas's idea, and it was great. Uh, and he chose the film, which of course, before we started doing these interviews and we started running into issues with that. Uh, He's he picked his own film and he ran with it and he loved it. He had a great time doing the commentary for it. So, you know, really excited to bring that interview to you guys and and yeah, thanks again to Dallas for just doing a you know having a killer time and actually enjoying us bringing the movies because that's that's really my true. Um, I think it's the doctors too. Uh, the the thing we would love to do all the time is oh, it's great. is to bring horror films on tour to musicians and watch it and do an episode but you can't do that all the time not everything comes to where we're at and we don't get paid to do this we do this for free so it's we, we don't have the time and money and resources to just go out to shows and do this all the time for you know we can't do it for a living obviously so well Dallas but, helped make it happen that's why I was saying yeah I but really Dallas was like hey I'm coming to your neck of the woods yeah, I mean you know? he hooked us up it was not cheap to get into the no. the show we got to enjoy Krizzy and we also got to enjoy Nile yeah that's uh, great man. but I want to I, I want to say something too I don't know how, if we can do this or not you guys are probably in for a special treat at some point we've got two alternate audios for that we do, and I think I think I had so much fun with that. I want to ask you on the spot here on the podcast. We should put them both up at some point. I think so. Yeah, and the, the fucking running audio. You guys were one of them that, that I was wearing. I think we may just put it up raw. Yeah. It was so goddamn funny. It was funny because he and I had a nerd out. We became like friends <laughs> sitting and there. We were uh, recording, you know, on for this one since we had this was. The only physical, uh, this was the only time that we so far that we've brought our gear to musicians on tour and went on their bus and watched a film and recorded an episode. We've never done that in person. We've done everything over Skype. I mean, we live mic'd the mic. I we did the live. Yeah, we had a live mic. And Brian, that was fun. And it's still cool that Brums, you know, did that. No, that was great. We did a guest, and we're going to bring some more live interviews. All right, Brian, Brian is still actually our only live interview also besides Dallas was our first Dallas did the work yeah Dallas was our first full but, full movie episode in person but I, I gotta give some love to Brian for just on the spot yeah, and Brian, right after right off the fucking stage guys you listen to that, that episode with Brian and it was raw but Dallas Dallas treated us like fucking family yeah it was great. and I don't know why he did but you know what man cheers to you we had a fucking 
he's, he's an original Star Trek fan, which I think is fucking awesome. He's it a is. fucking Flotsam and Jetsam fan. He's a Metal Church fan. He's we a had a lot of fun Sanctuary talking. fan. Yeah, man, we, we had a lot yeah, of fun man. talking um, uh, music yeah, and film. We owe you a beer and then some, so uh, thanks for that. And it was a lot of fun. Can't wait to bring that You'll to you You'll be guys. seeing him, uh, we both will be seeing him probably uh, in the next few weeks. All right. And uh, I go to I go to barbecue in about two weeks. Uh, gonna try and pull some stuff together for you guys there. If not, the summer slaughter. He is portion. gonna be wearing a live mic, and right. then I will be wearing a live mic shortly thereafter. That we're gonna try and, and work some stuff out because we've we've never done separate interviews. Where you know I think this would be a fun time because summer is the best time to get these because you know all these bands are on tour right now. They're they're either just had records released or they're putting out records soon. And hopefully with Corey's stuff and then the. Mon at the Atlanta show that I'm going to, the last show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just do a Summer Slaughter episode. Well, we, we've kind of got a trilogy working for you because we started with Dallas and then we got Corey's, which would be The Empire Strikes Back, you know, Return right. of the Doctor yeah. in, uh, <laughs> in Atlanta. But, uh, uh, a couple more releases for you guys. Uh, Child's Play Collector's Edition. Of uh, some of these are not horror, but I'm plugging these because these are things oh. he and I are interested in buying. Uh, they're putting a Bill and Ted's collection out. Uh, Roadhouse uh, Collector's Edition. That's, That's Shout Factory. That's bought. Uh, Universal is putting out uh, Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, Wolfman, the Legacy Collections, finally on fucking Blu-ray. Finally. Yes. Um, very excited about that. Midnight Run, uh, my favorite Robert De Niro film's coming out on Blu-ray. This is horror, but I have to mention this These for fucking a second. demons are... Scary, actually. We got Epan's Labyrinth fans out there. That's coming out. Criterion's putting that out. Weird. Uh, the Pit from 1981. Mm-hmm. Uh, something Corey's going to want. There's an Aliens box, a little collector's box. It's the, uh, if you've never seen $10 it. $10. Yeah, if you've never seen it at Walmart, they still have it. It's Alien, and it's what, the 30th anniversary edition? I don't know. Yeah. I can't quote And that. it comes with like a little comic book in it. It's 10 bucks, people. It's It's the Blu-ray... If you already have the quadrilogy, they actually just uh, Walmart just released a new quadrilogy. It's not the box one; it's just like a regular blue. Target has and it's like fifteen bucks. It's it's way cheaper. It's not even twenty five anymore. But if you have Alien, the thirtieth anniversary edition with the little comic book, the collector's one that was ten bucks. They're putting out Alien. Actually, I think it was like a forty because that's a lot older movie than maybe I don't know. It's uh, where's the goddamn thing? It's right there. Um, Why can't I see it? It's up front, top, top, top. Top shelf in the front. Yeah, 35th. Okay, 35th, sorry. Um, no, you're good. You're good, and then you got the, the uh, now, the, now, if you want the, the little brother to, to sit right next to it in your on your shelf there, uh, Aliens is coming out the same way. It's a little collector's edition, 10 bucks at Walmart, Blu-ray. Probably got a little comic book or art book thing with it. So that'll be pretty fun. Again, this um, is not horror, but I'm plugging this. It's a great film. There's a 30th anniversary <clears throat> Highlander coming out that's bought. Highlander's fucking awesome, man. 30th anniversary. It's just good. A lot, of, lot of extra stuff on it. Uh, let's see what we got. The Elvis John Carpenter Blu-ray is finally coming out, which nice. I want. Uh, they're re-releasing Twin Peaks on Blu-ray. I don't know why. It looks to be the same damn thing I've had for I think because they're about to put out new ones, aren't they? Maybe that is so they're it's kind a double of, dip. They, yeah. If you guys have already got the old set, it's the same fucking thing. If you're unless you really love it is that. a lot cheaper though. Instead of a hundred something bucks, now it's fifty. I'll probably actually get that because of the price. Uh, yeah, it's um, great. It's a great. Deal. If you don't already have it, or if you're a collector and Twin Peaks is your is your jam, then uh, 
Just pick that up too. I mean, why not? If you if you're the type of person that has all those releases, then you might as well just uh, grab it. The standard Tenebre is available. Yeah, they're selling the rest of their shit. You know, the all the limited versions. They're on a very very low quantity to the point of where you have to email Synapse to get copies now. You can't do it. From have the you site. heard anything else about uh, Suspiria? Yeah, nothing. Or or Phenomena. Supposedly they're putting that out as well. It's in their in their catalog for the future, but they haven't released anything. I think they ran into so much trouble with with Tenebre that they're probably saving that, or they're at least working on it. I don't know. They I want to plug uh, two other things on here that I keep reading good reviews about, although I have the Twilight Time one that's impossible to find. Apparently this region free Night of the Living Dead, the Savini one, is a very nice copy. Yeah, that's, that's brand new. They it's just cheap. put that out. Uh, and I'll tell you something else on here that I wanted to mention. Uh... I want to give a little love to this. This is not a horror film, but if we have any if we have any fans of just good film, I want to plug this. The best movie that I saw this whole year is coming out on Blu-ray in August. It's a movie called The Nice Guys. Yeah, it looked really good. It's my favorite thing I saw this whole year. Um, it just is. It's just a great film, and it comes out, uh, I believe, in August. I'm going to have to look to see... Uh, Russell Crowe, it comes out August 23rd, it's bought. I'm not even going to blink, I'm just going to buy it. It's great, I'll let him borrow. Uh, Shane Black directed it, Corey turned me on to Shane Black. Shane Black was in the original Predator. He's also doing the new Predator film. Yes, he is. And he also directed Iron Man 3. If we have any comic nerds like me and Corey on here. Here's an update from Scream Factory, and this one is fucking beautiful. I haven't seen this till just now. Uh, I knew they were releasing it, but they just put the street date out. It's for David Cronenberg's Rabid. The official street date is November 22nd. And look at this fucking slipcase of it. Ha! It's pretty awesome. What 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 else? Um, uh, do the Screen Factory list for everybody. I'll see. Uh, I'll finish the Rabid update here. This was posted yesterday on the Screen Factory Facebook. Uh, it's got... It's a collector's edition with the slipcover, of course. And... Uh, they're just talking about the artwork here. And it says bonus features and specs are still in progress and will be announced sometime in September, October. Um, and you can pre order it right now. So definitely go pick that one Did up. Did they do the double case thing on that one? No, no. I don't think okay. so. And of course, that Metal Storm one's out. I'm trying to pull up that. Uh, the Metal Storm thing's out? Let me see. I didn't think that was it out. It comes out uh, September 13th. Yeah, I didn't think it was out yet. Let me see. Now I'm trying to find... Uh... Uh, can you plug, if you can find it on there, there's something I wanted you to plug for me. Can you plug that Deathstalker thing that they did to, that was a thousand copies? Yeah. All right, here's the title announcement thing. This was announced July 22nd on Scream Factory on Facebook. If you guys don't have Scream Factory liked on Facebook, definitely give them a like because that's how... Not, not Shout Factory. I mean, give them a like too, but... If you're the horror fan, Scream Factory is what you want. So give them a like so you can keep up with it. I, I feel like this is the best way to find out about all their shit because they don't put it on their website uh, as quickly. So they got 13 titles coming up. I'm only going to tell you the ones I think definitely you should buy, um, which is most Do the whole damn list. Right, you want to do the whole thing? Because right. I haven't heard this, if you don't mind. I hate okay. to have... Number... my Death Stalker on there. Um, no, this is... 
I think it's gone. This is past. Do you think that. it's gone? This is, there was only a thousand copies of. This is stuff that's not out yet. This is their lineup. Deathstalker's not out. This is their lineup that they talked about at the Comic Con panel. This is what they released. Okay, Bubba Hotep, collector's Bought. edition. Uh, Willard, the original 1971. Are they doing a Are they doing a double double special deal on Bubba Hotep, or is it just? It's all saying just collector's editions shit. for all these. Um, so yeah, Bubba Hotep. We got Willard from 1971. So it's not the remake with with Crispin Glover. It's the original Willard, and then Ben, which is the sequel to Willard. Uh, the original Black Christmas 74. That's bought. That's fucking awesome. And these are all collector's editions too. Uh, we got Poltergeist two bought. Poltergeist 3 bought uh, Dreamscape which has got Dennis Quaid in it um, they're putting out Dreamscape they're putting out Dreamscape I love that collector's movie. edition I'm buying that uh, Rabbit of course which we just talked about uh, Dead Ringers bought which is Jeremy Cronenberg. Irons it's That's, a great movie it's Cronenberg also uh, Slumber Party Massacre 2 and 3 bought. Dub- double feature I like those and they said you asked for it a lot so make sure to buy it so I guess that was a fan one I got the first one from them it looks great uh, the House That Screamed, uh, 1970. They said it's a rare early slasher. And Dead of Winter, which has got Roddy McDowell in it. Fucking uh, uh, goddamn Fright Night. Peter Vincent, yeah. Well, he was fucking uh, in all the Planet of the Apes shit, too. Of course. And so, yeah, that's the list right there. That's and Legend just, of Hell House. I mean, I mean what a fucking lineup we got coming. That's just all titles we've been asking for. Just good shit all around. You got Cronenberg. You got. I see why you didn't want to list some of those. Some of those are garbage. Yeah, but like Willard and Ben. I don't care about those. I'm not buying that. I'm not. Bubba buying. Hotep is is first on the list for a reason. That's bought. Black Christmas. Poltergeist. Uh, Rabbit. Dead Ringers. Which Poltergeist are they doing? Two and three. Collectors editions. Which I think those are out on Blu-ray, but they're I not Scream Factory. And I know the first ones, they did, I don't think they put that one out. Um, no, they didn't. T- uh, they had nothing to do with that. Warner Brothers owns the first yeah. one. But Dreamscape and Rabbit, you know, Dead Ring. I'll get that Slumber Party Massacre uh, set. That's pretty awesome. You know, I like Slumber Party Massacre 3 better than I do any of them. Yeah. The first one I can't get into. I've got it, but I don't like it. Yeah, it's okay. I need to flip I like the character, um, you know. The driller killer or whatever, but as far as the actual movie and the pace, I'm not really too fond of. But I like it for the collection. It's definitely a, a slasher to own and have in your collection. But you know, you know I, I I still a, a lot of that, a lot of that, a lot of that's weak. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't. I'm not double dipping and buying Poltergeist two and three. I'm not doing it. Yes, which one do you like better? I already have them. Oh yeah, three. Uh, the only thing about two that's cool is Screaming Mad George did the makeup for it. Yeah. That's it. Everything else about you know, I, I, going a little thing about that. I don't like the Poltergeist films, I th- and that remake was horrible. The I've original one, it. I think, is a is a turd. I think it's overrated. <laughs> yeah. I think it's boring. I agree with that. Um, I'm like, this is Toby Hooper, <laughs> and then Spielberg comes along and you know does whatever with it. And I love Steven Spielberg too, but it's just not a good film. Uh, William Sadler's freaking out in the film right now. If anybody's interested in that. Uh, so you're talking about the Deathstalker, Deathstalker 2. Yes. Is it gone? Let me see. I'm looking. Uh, it's a double feature they did. Oh, I ordered that. I had to have it. Yeah, Rabbit is up for pre-order. I can see that. I'll just find that real fast. 
25 bucks. You get the two weeks early shipping and the poster. That's while supplies last. So, um, like I said, you can pre-order right now, but it's the you don't know what features are going to be. I'm sure I want to also say something about their pre-order system, guys. If you pre-order with them, they take your money immediately, yeah. which is which is harsh. Yeah. Uh, it's good because you don't have to worry about having the money in there, you know, later on. But I, I will tell you, if you order anything from that fucking company. They hit you right in the pants, right immediately. Which is why I didn't order the the Chucky thing. I can't throw sixty dollars at them right now. That's just too goddamn much. Is that even still on there? What the Chucky pre order? Yeah, nobody's touched it. Nobody wants it because it's too expensive. Uh, what about the the Deathstalker thing? Is it toast? That's the only. Uh, it's the only link on this page that's not live. So yeah, I'd say it's toast. There were only a thousand of them. And of course, the doctor and had to have it. That's uh, Jim Wynarski, who directed uh, Chopping Mall. So that's who did Deathstalker. <laughs> I had to have of those. That's yeah. I love those movies. I think they're. I they love the good. Deathstalker movies. Let me see. We should watch. Wait. They're like Conan with porn. No, they're still on here. It says still up for pre-order, and there is twenty six ninety nine. Hey, it's a no brainer. It's a thousand copies. I had to have it. I love those movies. Here's the, the synopsis for it. For it. Um, Deathstalker is a mighty warrior chosen to battle... This is from Shout Factory's website. Uh, chosen to battle the evil forces of a medieval kingdom who sets off on a journey to the most challenging tournament in the land. To the winner will go to the throne of the evil wizard, the ultimate mystical power, and the love of the beautiful princess. And, but first, Deathstalker must prove him worthy of his legacy and treachery lurks at every turn. It's a B film. They're fun. There's a lot of tits in it. There's a lot of gratuitous butt shots. It's from 83 and, and 87. So Part of my childhood, kids. If you want some cheese, you want some... And something. makeup effects artist, John Carl Bugler, ladies and gentlemen. Who did fucking Dungeon Master and goddamn Friday 13th Part 7. And he's Troll. A, he's a goddamn beast. And... Uh, he loves that medieval cheese shit. He fucking loves it, and he pulls it. He pulls it off. Fucking troll, man. He did yeah. troll. He did fucking. He did the. Uh, he did fucking the makeup and brought a reanimator. Yeah, he, he pulls it off. Tremendously. There's a shitload of stuff with him on that brought a reanimator oh, yeah. release. He pulls it off tremendously. Uh, if you've never seen Dungeon Master, that film's hilarious. It's it is. Awesome. It's awesome. And it, that's if you like that film, Deathstalker is, is for you. Ugh. I don't know if he did the sequel, but I know he did. Uh, I don't think so. I know he did the first one. I had to have it, man. Thousand copies. It's like, yeah, why would I not buy this? So that's gonna be great. So, so you know, it's we had especially the doctor has so many fucking horror titles. It's hard for us to to come up with one. And I always usually leave it up to the doctor. You know, there's only been a couple episodes on here where I've chosen the films. You know, usually he does. Um, <coughs> but we got a lot of stuff lined up for you because the doctor always fills the prescriptions and. Uh, be on the lookout because we will do Microwave Massacre when that comes out. Um, we're looking for the right time to do Return of Living Dead for you guys. Of course, me and him both have both of the Blu-rays that have already been out, but we want to do the Scream Factory one for you guys. The short story we're really, on that was we're really I waiting had ordered on that. that and it got canceled. Yeah, some fucking crazy shit just happened with that. And And I apologize to you. It's all right. Um, yeah, we need to, one of us needs to just get it off Amazon. That's I a guess, late birthday but. present. It's supposed to be. But. Yeah, it is. I just <laughs> haven't. Right. Uh, you know, I thought I would be able to find that one at Best Buy. Of course not. 
No, I mean, I think close to Halloween, maybe I can just walk in there and find it. Maybe. It's not gone. Yeah. No, you, you can know. get it off Scream Factory still. But again, um, FYE, another place that I've walked in. I, I bet the FYE in Atlanta has it. Yeah, just not around here. I don't know. I can't find anything around here. It's fucking, you know, and the, the place that I went is going out of business. Because I guess the market for where we live, people aren't wanting physical media, so they're not keeping it in the store because it's a waste of their money. I, and I, don't, I have trouble believing that because every time I go in and buy something, it, it gets bought. So yeah, I, I, I think th- they're saying there isn't that. And, you know, and it's funny what you just brought up because every fucking time I'm in FYE, there's people in the CD section looking for stuff that they don't have. So I think there is... You know, you know what Fye likes to do, and I, I want to trash Fye for a minute. They want to walk in and burn it for you off the fucking internet. What do you mean? You didn't know they did that. Like you walk in there and say, "Hey, I want the new uh, Sabaton." You know, we have a Sabaton fans out there. I love them. Power metal band. They have a new album coming out in August as well. Oh, yeah, Swedish goodness. Uh, no, we don't have it, but we can burn it for you. And they walk over with a blank CD and burn it for you and then charge you 20 bucks for it. Are you serious? I'm dead fucking serious. That's distasteful. They've done it for years. They could, ca- they could carry the goddamn thing and sell it to you for 10 bucks, but no, they want to fucking rape you in the ass with it. <laughs> you know. It's just fucking ridiculous. And and again, Amazon, I don't, I don't like fighting these other fucking people on Amazon. It's like I go in there to fucking buy something. It's like three left in stock. Okay, cool. I'll get it when I get some money to get on there. Ships in 20 weeks. And there goes Breaker, ladies and gentlemen. He's being sodomized by the fucking demons. It's a pretty gnarly scene. (laughs) And how the collector, it's like you turn into a demon, you look like shit. For example, like like I just want to you know use this as an example. This is ridiculous. This goddamn thing came out Friday. Ghoul Dungeon ba- Bastards ships in one to three weeks. What the fuck? It's like if you don't have uh, Amazon Prime, they pretty much force that down your throat. Now everything else takes like three weeks to ship when it should be here in like a week. You know, especially if you pre-order it. There's, you know, I ran into problems with that with Amazon when I bought pieces because I pre-ordered it. Oh, you got butt-fucked on that. Yeah, and they, it took two weeks for them to ship it to me after I pre-ordered it like three months in advance. I wanted to ask you something. And their excuse was they told me it was sold out. And I was like, but I pre-ordered a copy and you took my money, but you're telling me I don't get one. They're like, well, I'm sorry. It says it's out of stock, so you'll probably get it in like two weeks. It's like, so why did I pre-order something so I'd get it the day it comes out? When I could have just waited two weeks and bought it myself, you know. Stupid. So I don't, I don't like how we're almost forced to buy everything online now because there's not a lot of stores where you can order stuff in and that you can purchase it, at least not around here, so. Why is Cat in the Brain 40 bucks? It should be $30. Look, it's I bought 40 mine. goddamn dollars on here. I bought mine for 40 and it came with that bobblehead. That bobblehead's worth forty by itself. Forty dollars for this goddamn thing. I, Amazon is a ripoff, man. A lot of this stuff on here. It never used to be, but now it's gotten so popular that now they're you know they're the new Fye where they're going to charge eighteen dollars for a single disc jewel case CD. You know, so uh, I don't know. It's, it's becoming a, a real pain in the ass to buy physical media. So I understand everyone buys shit digitally, but. I like to have a collection physically and buy stuff, so 
It's, it makes it hard for people like they, us. They make you swim through a river of blood to get in. And plus, there's no real, there's no real organization. If you're trying to look for new death metal stuff, you have to type in a band that you want to listen. To, you know that you. What want were to the find. What were What were the two bands that that uh, Dallas had mentioned when we were when we did that interview? He mentioned uh, one from Italy that I was really interested in. Hideous Inequity, or Iniquity, yeah. Oh, that was Hideous Divinity. Hideous Divinity. Is that it? Hold on a minute. I think so. That would make more sense. And then there's more and more tits. Uncle Willie is in is in heaven. This is where Dick Miller is all the time. Ships in 400 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm fucking sick of it. Every time I want to buy something, you get on this goddamn website where it ships in two months. Oh, they're a unique leader band. That's why it's at Brant's house. <laughs> Actually, these are all old. Is everything on that goddamn label? You know, I've never... i got to be honest with you. Unique Leader has some interesting bands, but it's impossible to find stuff on that label. Yeah. What year did this come out? 2014. Well, that would, is that what he would have been plugging? Something that's that goddamn old? I don't know. Oh, it's technical death metal. No, thank you. <laughs> Can't do technical death metal. Somebody, somebody recently was like, Hey... Hey, doctor, are you going to go see Gorguts? Fuck no. I don't like them. <laughs> if I want to listen to a bunch of noodling, I'd put a goddamn Steve Vai album on. <laughs> no thanks. Stick a gun in my mouth. I have no interest. Gorguts has two good records, and that's it. They put out that fucking, uh, that fucking monstrosity of a fucking album that everybody fucking loved. That fucking... Uh, Plagueis. No, what's Sands. the one everybody locks? I fucking hate that fucking album. Colored Sands? Obscura. I hate that oh, fucking album. Love the band, Obscura. Don't like the album, Obscura. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I can't do I can't do Actually, the band, Obscura, is one of the only technical death metal bands I can listen to. Okay. I cannot deal with... <laughs> I can't deal with it. I don't want to listen to that garbage. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'd rather stick a fucking gun in my mouth. I don't, it's it's the same fucking reason I don't listen to Rush. It bores the shit out of me. I'm not interested in listening to technical music. Yeah. It's just fucking gay. It's like, look how well I play my instrument. I'm showing off. It's like, no thanks. I'm not interested in that anymore. When I and you know, honestly, as a kid, I will tell you guys, when we have young listeners out here, when did Michelangelo? Be, uh, Basio start. I don't uh, need. I don't. You know what? A, a, somebody that can is a really good musician doesn't make me want to play music. Yeah. It makes me want to shoot him. It doesn't with a gun. Doesn't inspire you either. It's no, it's nothing inspiring about. <laughs> I can't fucking deal with it. I don't want to listen to that fucking shit. And do I it listen to some? But do I listen to some prog stuff? Sure. And, and and can they play their instruments for well? But I, but it's not just this overbearing. <laughs> I can't fucking deal with it. And this annoying ass fretless bass. <laughs> no, thank you, Luke Lemay. You can you can keep it. Well, you should just make death metal riffs now. It's just, just keep it. You can keep it. 
You can keep it and have it. I can't fucking deal with it. Can't fucking do. I can't. I can't do it. Do it live. I can't. I haven't done that in a while. It's deserving of it. Yes, I am. Oh God damn! It's horrible. I, you know, I just, I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to listen. You know, it, I want to, one more thing about the, the Gorgas thing. Yeah, I'm going to pay fucking $15 for a fucking 45-minute song. No thanks. No, my sugar's already done that. Have a good night. Not a fan of that band either. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't. I can't do it. Do it live. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. Huh. I can't. I I don't know why anybody would listen. And it, it's always some little fucking uh, that little fruit that always talks to Jens when we go to shows at Masquerade. He's always like, "I mean, you you Tombstone Death Metal." <laughs> this is worse than the Tombstone Death Metal guy, and that guy's fucking sucks. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm talking about the fucking. I can't deal with the fucking the goddamn. Uh, you know. <laughs> they want to fucking listen to that goddamn garbage. I, I you know, I, I don't, I don't understand it. God damn it! We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it live. Go ahead, do it. This. Hey, I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> and that's what I think of of that stuff. I can't... I, who the hell wants to listen to a fucking... Can't do that, it. Do it live. That long of a, of, a, of, a, of a... You couldn't have put it as tracks. I'm being creative putting it as one. No, you're making me want to punch you. <laughs> you know, I don't... I don't get it. It's the, it's. I want to say something else too. That's annoying. I'm tired of when I go to buy something that I think's interesting. It's like it's only on vinyl. Yeah. Not. I'm not buying your fucking vinyl. Vinyl is two space filling, and it's too goddamn expensive. Yeah, it's like thirty dollars. It's like double gate. It's like you're never gonna open that shit. It's gonna be in your. In your bin until your fucking kids realize you have it when you're about to croak, I mean, and they're going to go sell it. So. Listening and buying vinyl plus what? What? There's one vinyl. What's that I fun bought. about about? I buy vinyl occasionally when I can get it cheap. But but what I'm one saying the only is ones I bought that I really. But bought, I can't listen to it. Yeah, I bought one because it was a collector's thing, and I really enjoyed it. Because I got a Broken Hopes Omen of Disease from them, and I never opened it. It's because you late. have that. Yeah. And it's really? the slime green one, and I never opened it, never will. Was I it have expensive? it because I love it. It was like twenty five bucks. That's not bad. And I all. bought the CD with it because I got it. I got the vinyl. I got the CD cheaper, and I got tour shirt. Like I got the whole shebang when I went and saw him. And thanks to Damien for being cool to me then. Uh, like we said, we're still watching uh, Demon out here. To yeah, leave. I'll track I apologize. Here. I, we've went in about a hundred different directions. No, it's today, okay. Well, it's been a minute. Since we're at a, an hour and nine minutes. Hour and ten minutes now on the dock. Sticking with the film now, guys. And, but yeah, uh, and don't forget uh, we have uh, we got uh, hell of a, yeah. So that's what I was saying with the broken hope thing. You know, thanks to Damien for being cool and and Jeremy as well for uh, being really cool uh, at that show. And, no, and see that's me up. cool. I I like buying stuff like that. But what what I'm saying is though is I you know if that's all I go have. in goddamn FYE and I'm I'm being serious about this. I haven't even told you this. 
the dinner Sherman, the two guys from Merciful Fate put yeah. a record out in fucking June. Yeah. They've got it on vinyl and they don't have it on fucking CD. Stupid. And it's and it'll sit on. there it'll sit there until it never sells. Yeah, I get I get if you're uh you know, you put out both, but if you just have the vinyl and that's it, it's like how who's gonna buy this right now? A uh, record store that I won't plug and you know which one I'm talking about. Apparently that's all they have and it, it, they don't get it on C D but they have it on vinyl. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um Yeah. It's a bunch of fucking dog shit. I don't I don't get it. You know, if you want to buy it, that's fine. I'm not paying thirty dollars for a goddamn vinyl release or something. I'm just not um, I'm not I can't do it. There you go with this film, of course. Uh there's something in Hollywood where the 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 black actors have to sacrifice themselves by exploding. You ever notice that? <laughs> yeah. It's in like every fucking film. If there's action in it, uh you know, a, a black person's going to strap bombs to their chest and explode for the white for one white person in the room. I never understood. I'm going to put you on the spot a second. Gotcha. This is a hands-down easy answer for me. Okay. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knot, what we're watching, mm-hmm. or Creep Show. Creep Show. I'll take Creep Show and Creep Show 2 over this film. Me too. I love this film, but if you're saying Creep Show, nah. Gotta I don't know why. Creep show works on like a hundred million different levels. We need to do that too. It's just great. Yeah, I apologize. We haven't done that yet. That's no, we don't apologize. I just that's my fucking fault for not bringing it over. Well, definitely something we should do. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't like this film. I just thought I'd put him on the spot a second with that. You want to put me on the spot with anything today? Mm, Comparing or comparing this film to something else that you'd rather watch? No, (laughs) it can be yeah. Um, Fuck, I don't know. You know, for for me, for my money's worth, and I'm not saying anything against this. I own this, obviously. I like it. And this is a newer film, so it looks better and the gore's better and all that stuff. But there's something just fun about the way the original and the second Creep Show flow. I'll tell you what, the second Creep Show is a great film. I've here's, always here's had a soft spot for it. Christine or The Car? Oh, Christine. Yeah. Even as mad as I am at John's uh, horrible live concert. I hope none of you attended it. Uh, thank God I didn't. Maybe I, it maybe it was better if they were there. I don't know. No. Not when you're playing guitar. I've never seen the it, Halloween so I, I stayed I stayed away from it. I never watched any of it. So It's it's was, an abomination. <laughs> the yeah. other day I was so upset. I was about to sell all my carpenter stuff, and Corey was like, "No." The only people you I, do I that. knew that went to that that really liked it were people that I know that uh, are shitheads about music in the first place. That so just who are our you know people that went to that? Not from here, like people I'm friends with on oh, online. Okay. But okay. you know, some of the people I'm just like, yeah, your opinions are fucking irrelevant to me because I've gotten a. I won't say who one of our guests went and thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I actually pissed him off because I was like, I think it sounded. Like I got shit. in arguments with these kinds of people before, and I know where their opinions are, and they're in the toilet. So when they were like, "This is amazing, best night of my life," my mom gave me her PayPal credit card, and I went and bought it. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, your opinion." I mean, go watch for yourself, guys. Uh, John Carpenter Live, 2016. Look it up on YouTube. It's a fucking abomination. Um, horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, if you're as big do of a I fan. love him? Sure. Should he be performing that stuff without Alan Holdsworth and without his fucking children? Yes. Uh, 
just it's just a piece of shit. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm glad I didn't go. We were actually going to travel to go to it. I'm, I'm glad we Woo. didn't. I've actually lost respect for him. It's like, um, oh, funny story. I want to speaking of John Carpenter. This is something I've not heard you mention, so I thought I would bring it up here on the, uh, on the podcast. John just sued Sony and won. Really? He did. Uh, a movie that came out a few years ago. And it was funny because when I watched it, I was like, wow, this is a blatant ripoff of Escape from New York that they put out. It was a science fiction film with Guy Pierce. Oh, um, fuck. It was called, like... I'd have to look it up. I can't remember the name. It's the one where they're in space. And yes, they have like a correct. Pr- space prison thing. That's correct. The, the, it's, um, the, the female lead in it is the girl from the daughter in the Taken films that gets kidnapped from Liam Fucking damn it. I remember seeing that. It's called, like, uh... Continuum or something stupid. I can't anyway, remember. he sued them and won. Because it was likeness rights. Sued the shit out of them. Yeah. And won. Uh, the movie was horrible anyway, by the way. Oh, I saw it at the Dollar it Theater. Terrible. Yeah, it was bad. And I like Guy Pierce. I do too, but that movie is awful. It's not good. Uh, it? Why can't I think of the name of that film? I have to look. I really don't want... It's fucking bullshit that I can't think of it. I can't think of it either. I see it at McKay's all the time for like $2, <laughs> but... But anyway, but yeah, so he, he sued him. He sued them and won. Uh, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Lockout. Thank you. God damn it. But yeah, anyway, so that's kind of weird. But So maybe now that he's got a bunch of money, maybe he won't have to go put on these horrible concerts <laughs> and ruin his legacy with his terrible live performance. And, you know, just, just for an example, he, he performs the Thang music. He didn't write that. You know, Morio Cohn wrote that. That's basically a cover, you know. It's just, it's just it's dumb. It's so that the hipsters can be like, why aren't you playing and the was, And it was, and it was. It was all like, these like, it's like I didn't man, let's that. get out of here and listen to some tech death in my car. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Not going to that turd. I'm glad I didn't go. I would have just went there. You know, it's just fucking stupid. Can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. Uh, if it if it came here, I'm not doing it. It's horrible, and I'll I'll shit talk anybody that goes to him. Like you're not a fan, you're a fool. <laughs> Paying money to see him butcher his own material. It'd be like no thanks. It'd be like me going to see Midget Kiss, which is dumb. Like his son's up there, like <laughs> it's like I'm gonna punch you in the nuts. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. Yeah, you don't need Just to, stop You don't need a now. for that. Stop it now, Grandpa. <laughs> you know what you are? You're, 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 you're not the master of horror. You're the master of shit. Stop doing this. You've not done a good movie in fucking 20 years. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop doing it. I don't want to hear you ruin these songs. You know, it was him up there telling stories with a scent, and he was him doing stuff. It would have been cool, but it's not. It's him up there with his, you know, two loads he dropped <laughs> in two different whores. And they're up there, and you know, I'm sure that his stupid manager, bitch, cunt wife, is like, oh, this, 
you should go on tour and rip everybody off with your $400 meet and greet. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. This hipster turd that works at fucking... The, I can't even go into that because people listen to this. Whatever. He fucking goes there. He's like, it was amazing. It was amazing. It's like, yeah, because you're a fucking hipster. <laughs> you know, did you have your nut huggers on? Did you... Did you did you pretend you're into a bunch of cool stuff when you left when you went and had a craft beer after you, you your, watched him? You have your vest on with your dissection patch. Yeah, it's a fucking stupid. I'm not <laughs> fuck that man. It's fucking stupid. It, it does. I don't even want to watch any of his stuff now. Like it's it's ruined him for me because hmm. it's taken something that I've cherished for years and thrown it in mainstream media. It's just fucking pathetic. Yeah. I mean, what? Well, what was the fucking encore of that fucking show? Hey. All right, guys. I, it's so good to have y'all here and stealing your money. It's so fucking great to fucking be here. But a fun, a fun, a fun, a fun, a fun. It's just like, it's just like. Oh look, fucking that McCarthy cunt's here. But a fun, a fun, a and four too. But a fun, a fun. No thanks. She's gonna put back three triple crunch wrap, five dollar boxes. Banana, banana. Oh look, the fucking Papa John's is here too. With a crystal Pepsi, because none but of you were old like, enough to fucking have it. I didn't fucking Oh, you weren't even old enough to have Ecto Cooler or Dissection, but here you are with your stupid fucking vest. Banana, fana. I'm just like, why are you... What the fuck? I, it, I, it, seriously, we're going to have to watch it live on a podcast. I can't do it. We'll do it live. No, I want you to see. It's fucking garbage. Can't do it. It is horrible. You know what I did? I did the typical Facebook thing where I looked at it, like, but I didn't click on it to, so the audio would play. I was just like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you know, he looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper, speaking of the Crypt Keeper. He looks like he's just like a. No, he looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper. He's like, hello, you know kitties, what he looks like? my movies. You know what he looks like? He looks like the, uh, the Muppet, like, you know, the two old guys in the balcony of the theater and. He's a fucking. It's not time. even Carpenter. It's a marionette. I mean, yeah, he's, he's been dead. Yeah. And his his and kids, his son is like. Yeah. It, I'm telling is you. Is he trying to Steve? I said I'm doing it right now. God you're you're it. watching no, it right now. I can't do it. I'm doing. Can't it. do it. Here it comes. <laughs> Toodles, like I can't do it. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, the the doctor is gonna do it anyway, so. You this got, is so. You gotta remember, kids. The doctor's always so gonna do what he wants. Fucking to do. horrible. This is so terrible. Do you think for some reason I would actually enjoy it? No. Or do you know that I won't. This is gonna make me mad, isn't it? It's all right, right? Nice now. metronome. Does a guy play guitar over it? He's like, meow. That is so goddamn gay. Oh, there's more. She can't even hear the actual thing. There's no guitar. Well, let's do the hits here for everybody out there that. What, it may waste their fucking money on this. A lot of money on it. Sounds like a goddamn bar band playing that. Gay. All you need is the is the fucking. You don't even need drums on that stuff. 
There goes Billy Zane. Oh, you, just, you just killed Billy Zane, god damn it. I did, I killed Billy Zane. <laughs> He's on fire and everything. He's like, bam, bam, Hold on. <laughs> you said Billy Zane on fire. For those of you watching the movie, it's because uh, he, he's not on fire and he turns into the dragon thing. You got to play John Carpenter live retrospective tour or whatever the fuck it is. It's Steve Vai and It's Joseph. like, why are you playing the thing? Why are you playing the thing? It's like that you didn't rot it, you old fool. People don't know the difference. What? Yeah, listen to him butcher the thing. My son's a great bam, guitar bang, player. Bang, bang. Jig, jig, jig. <laughs> That's what weird. a huge turd! I don't understand why you even need the guitars there. So, his, so his sons have something to do. Anyway, I'm done. I, I actually no, we're, we're going to torture you with one more. You're gonna do big trouble, aren't you? No, I already did that. That was the. Oh, I, I, I thought you did uh, Escape from New York. Because he thinks he's Jimi Hendrix. Woo! Yeah! Go I'm... have craft beer! Yeah! <laughs> Your phone doesn't even want to play it. It's like, this is funny. The fuck? Oh, by the He's way, awful. for everybody out there that thought this was cool to go see him, blow me. <laughs> for all the people out there that think they're this huge John Carpenter fan because they went to that concert and now you're starting to buy some of his stuff, blow me. <laughs> Enough of that crap. Garbage. God. Fuck you, John Carpenter. You you have absolutely ruined yourself in my eyes. Ugh. It's Steve as a, as a person, do I still like his body of work? Will I own it? Yes. Am I giving him another dime of my money? No. Oh, man. <clears throat> He's an old fool. <laughs> but yeah, it's horrible. Horrible. I can't believe people paid to see everybody. So it was it was unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it is. It's unbelievable that he actually got this together. I mean, and, maybe and, maybe it's unbelievable seeing John and listening to John play and seeing the you know the stuff... Like the no, films, it's not. but I don't understand why he has to have like his sons who think they're Steve Vai and Joe Satriani and John Bonham playing. I don't understand why that even needed to be there. It could have just been John. Not even a, you don't even need a drummer for that music. It's all synth. Initially, it was supposed to have Alan Holsworth with him. Do you see why he walked? I'm sure he's like, wow, this sucks. Yeah, he's probably like, I'm not playing with these fucking kids. They're fucking awful. I'm keeping it in house so I can get all the money and walk around and tell everybody that I'm a master or whore. Now I know. No, you're not. Now I know why he probably didn't. He didn't do any Halloween three shit because you know what, Wes Craven. People say what they want about him, and I hate the Scream films, but at least he didn't go on tour like a fool mm-hmm. and make a fool of himself. Well, he didn't play his own music. Anymore. I know, but at least he didn't go. Uh, Toby Hooper did a lot of his own music stuff. He, that, you don't see him out trying to fucking do a cash grab. He doesn't fucking, need to, you know. No, because he's like, fuck it. He was passionate about it. This is nothing but a cash grab. It's all it was. Yeah. 
Yeah, go watch on YouTube. You think I'm making it up? Go watch. Go watch. It I on mean, YouTube. you know, he needed. Some, There's John Carpenter right there. Yep. He needed to promote his, uh, you know, Lost Themes thing, which is good. But he didn't play any of that. It was all. Oh, some of it, they play a handful of it, but it's yeah. mainly him ruining his stuff that he wrote on these films. I mean, he should have just Christine, which didn't have guitar in it, has guitar in it. I mean, it's just I, I could go, I could sit here the rest. None of, the night. of that it's stuff awful. had guitar. Like that. it was all synth guitar. They Your favorite was the thing just then. I can't believe that. I told you. Did you think I was making it up? No, but I didn't. Everybody's like, no, it was really cool, dude. No, it wasn't, dude. It's a turd. You got ripped off. You know. That's awful. Next time you get fucked, at least come. <laughs> They're like, I did. It was so good. You know, well, whatever. No, you just got fucked. That's all you got. I'm not going to let somebody that I used to respect fuck me. He, so came, that's... he came in your butt, but you didn't come. Right. That's awful. So that we're at the credits of this film. I, you know, I don't... It's like a hour and thirty minute episode. Yeah. Were those thirty minutes or an hour? What? Tell us in the crypt. They're an hour, weren't they? Were they? Th- are they thirty minutes? I thought they were thirty minutes. Well, okay, they're thirty minutes. I don't then. remember. Danny Elfman, of course, does the music. Man, that motherfucker! He does everything from Oingo Boingo <laughs> fame. That fucker has done so much shit. Yeah. His. Filmography has got to be from hell. Yeah, just because of uh, Tim Burton alone, he's done everything. Oh man, he's done so much fucking bullshit. He did uh, Sam Raimi's shit too. Todd Masters, never heard of him. I'm assuming he's somebody that worked on the show. Probably. He did a good job though, and it was nice. Film looked great. It was actually, you know, I don't know who any of those makeup effects crew people are either. I want to say, because we've just been, you know, we haven't done a. an actual episode in a little while since we've had we were sitting on the ones we just released, but uh, had fun talking and, and ranting is, is definitely much needed. Um, oh hell yeah! But uh, to, to talk about this film now that it's over, uh, Screen Factory did a beautiful job as always uh, with this with this Blu-ray release. They also have Bordello of Blood if you're a if you're a fan of that. You know there was always a debate when those when these films came out when I was little. You know. Uh, this or Bordello of Blood, I always like Demon Knight. But. Bordello of Blood, if I'm not mistaken, was straight to video. Mm-hmm. It was good though. I like that film also, but I haven't if seen I have, it. If I have in... to pick and choose, I'm always going to go Demon Knight. Oh yeah, man. soundtrack's great. The cast is better. the The story's better. You know, Bordello's just a straight vampire slut film. You know, it's good. Uh, Dennis Miller's hilarious and everything, but um, you know, Demon Knight was always my favorite of the two, and that's. Because I love the cast of it, and it's just better. It's a better movie. But uh, that's also available on Scream Factory if you want Bordello. Pick that one up too. Uh, this looks really good. So, and they're way overpriced, kids. These are like twenty five, thirty dollar films. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. I have no idea. I why thought these when they so first expensive. released them, they were going to be a double feature. Cause, you know, I had, I had the double feature DVD. Yeah. But then they put no. them out separately, and I'm glad they did. Honestly, because I want both. You know, but if I were to buy them right now, I'd buy Demon Knight. Oh, yeah. I'd buy Bordello down the road if I, if I felt like, if I was really itching to watch it, which I've seen it so many times as a kid, you know. It was nice whack-off material when I was first starting to tug my steamboat, you know. <laughs> I got you, man. A lot of, uh, you know, vampire boobs. Pretty nice. You know, I just, it, it, it's just a little, fun little, and, little and, too much information in my my uh, early adulthood for you guys. So uh, <laughs> there's some Gore Christ uh, 
uh, knowledge for Backstory. you. Backstory. Yeah, if you guys want to start a Wikipedia page, you can start off by saying, Corey Gorkreis first started masturbating. <laughs> now, that's of- interesting. Kevin Yeager did the Crypt Keeper. Huh, Kevin design. Yeager, if y'all don't know who Kevin Yeager is, Kevin Yeager did the makeup for A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, which Corey and I are huge fans of. Which we did. You guys check out. It's episode number 15. Which is Very uh, proud of that episode. <coughs> it's called Corey's Revenge. And we, uh, it is Corey we pretty, turned into Fred Krueger. It's when I had like an hour of sleep. We had an hour of sleep and we were running hard as fuck. We were really trying to get some stuff out. And, uh, yeah, we... Look, they don't mention fucking Canada at all there. No. Unless it was just the sound stuff was done in Canada, maybe. I'm not sure. It looks like it's shot on a fucking sound stage to me. Most of it was in L.A., but... So, uh... Machine Head's track was an actual track just for this. It's interesting. I didn't for this. So was Diadems by Megadeth was an original song made for this. Interesting. Soundtrack, which they later put on uh, Hidden Treasures, which is all the stuff that they've done, you know, outside of their records, their B sides, and their soundtrack songs. Have like you they, heard about the new Megadeth? It's called I Can't Keep a Drummer. <laughs> With the, uh, and my, my I don't know why. I don't know why. Both my best drummers are dead. Yeah, that's uh, another album. Both of my best drummers are dead. Anyway, um, <clears throat> not to. I don't know why I'm even saying this. If you guys. Um, Hang on. Got a message from the Crypt Keeper. Didn't get your minimum deadly allowance of murder, madness, and mayhem? Then look out for my next motion picture. Dead Easy. Coming very soon to a theater near you. Never happened. No. So Bordello Blood was initially called Dead Easy. Maybe, or that was just a joke. I don't know. Um, Never had seen that. But I don't know why I'm even saying this, but if any of you guys don't have Hidden Treasures by Megadeth and you're listening to this podcast, then I'm sorry. But that has No More Mr. Nice Guy on it, which they did for Shocker. Yep. Wes Craven, amazing. Uh, also on Scream Factory. We'll do that one day. Um, it's got that Diadems track. It's got 99 Ways to Die, which was on the Beavis and Butthead Do America soundtrack, which is which is weird um, that they were on that, but it was pretty cool. Um and also the Duke Nukem theme that they covered, which is pretty interesting, and it's pretty awesome as well. So there's a bunch of choice goodies on on Hidden Treasures if you guys aren't too familiar with it. Um, I think also Angry Again is on Hidden Treasures. If I'm not Corey's mistaken. live webcam name for his uh, for his gay chat room is Duke Nukem. <laughs> He wears a blonde wig on there, so if you <laughs> and fake muscles, so if you want to go on there and check it out, because he needs the money. No, it's Nuke Dukem sixty nine. <laughs> oh God, that's too much. But yeah, I, you know, I, and my favorite movie is uh, Hot Fudge, <laughs> starring Simon Prick. Hit hit. <laughs> I got hot fudge. It's a bad robot production. His, his, his chat room, uh, but yeah, he'll take bad. the donations on it. It's a ripe dildo production. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, damn, it's pretty good. No, I like I, it's a fun movie. <coughs> we got off the other step, but we had to catch up on some stuff. We hadn't, you know, done anything. We did, and and before we continue on, and we'll finally announce this because we you know, we have to do it. So it is time. For 
our final thoughts. All right. See, I added that just kind of nonchalantly in our last three episodes. We wanted to incorporate that, but finally get like a, a segue into that. So, yeah, final thoughts on the on the film. I like it. I mean, I I know I, I saw I got pregnant, gave it a hard time. I like it. It's good. It's. I mean, I don't know why. I think it was probably the soundtrack sold me on it as a, when I was younger. Yeah. Like I bought the soundtrack and then I went and saw the film. Yeah. But I remember, you know, but I I got to see it every fucking day because I worked at a damn movie theater. So there you go, down in Georgia, and I was uh, projectionist and watching. I I like. It. There's a lot of gore in it. I love Billy Zane. It, it, it you know maybe it's not even that good, and I just like Billy Zane. I don't know. Well, and you like William Sadler too. Oh, right? William Sadler's great, but I Billy Zane is the driving force. Of me that too. The me. collector's a great character. The his little demons are fucking awesome. The the lines in the movie are great. You know, um, and again, I apologize if we it's like got here's away one from to the, you, Uncle Willie, and just you know, if we got I away like from Dick it, Miller in I that just, too. You know, <clears throat> no nah, man, we if you guys don't understand, you know, we we just shoved three new episodes up your ass really fast, and I kind of apologize, but it's been a lot going on, and uh, you know, we've we've been sitting on those episodes for a little while, but meaning to put them up, and which I just figured since we're getting that gorgasm one out to you guys next week that we just want to cram all that lost time into into one day so you guys got you know some episodes to catch up on and, and the uh, gorgasm interview that you're about to listen to uh, Orgy and Murder if you want to listen to one of their albums uh, Orgy's probably my favorite one it's just great the Love new that. album's good too um, and Bleeding Profusely which is uh, their first one I think uh, the, great, the, great start. To the file is perfect. Why am I not drawing a blank on the <clears throat> the new record? Uh, the latest. Masticate to dominate. It's so good. Yeah, it's great. No, is that? Yeah. I always get their stuff runs together to me. Orgy of Murder. If you're gonna go, just grab one. That's that's my favorite. It's great. Uh, the cover of that's great. The song titles is fucking awesome. All their stuff's good. They don't have a lot of stuff. They've got uh, four or five things. I you were thinking of Destined to Violate. That's the newest one. Yeah. That's Destined to Violate's what you guys need. Masticate. You can dominate. buy that from the band. You can also buy Orgy of Murder from the band. And they also have merch and other great things. Yeah, Masticate to Dominate is their uh, unique leader title from 2003. Yeah, it, I think that's. Is that the one with. Uh, it's got uh, Anal Skewer on it. Is that the one with what's his name drumming on it? Uh, cool Ross. I think he drums on that. Yeah, go great out again. I, I'm got, I've got to go the newer ones, the newer ones. Uh, De- Destined to violate, yeah. and then Orgy of Murder. Orgy of Murder is my favorite. That's from 2011. It was on Brutal Bands. It's got fucking axe to mouth, dirty cunt beat down. The interview's fun. These guys are sodomy. I mean, these guys. They're, you can tell they have a lot of fun with their music just by the. It's just good, titles. man, and it's yeah. interesting. We. Uh, You'll listen in the interview. We were trying to tap in some other stuff, and it just didn't really. I don't know. I, I tried yeah. to. I tried to go places with it that it wouldn't go. So, but it's. It ended up being fun. Hope you guys will enjoy it. Uh, right. Want to again thank all those guys. I want to especially thank Anthony for making it possible. Anthony's who rounded all those cats up, and I uh, was after him. No shit, guys. I've been after him since May <laughs> about this to get that interview to you and. Uh, uh, thank you to Corey for uh, Mr. Gorecrust here for uh, no sleep on that interview. I know he 
did like a 16, 17 hour day after we did that interview. Yeah. And before, and, like leading up to you it. know, so but yeah, it's we're proud of it. Uh, and then of course we've got the uh, we've got the the special the we mentioned earlier with Dallas coming up. Yeah, that'll be coming up for you guys after this one. So uh, we will now give you the long-awaited Gorgasm interview, and uh, please enjoy. Give us feedback. Uh, definitely support Gorgasm if you guys aren't fans. If you listen to this interview and your fans, check them out and. Uh, hit them up, give them a like on social media, Facebook, whatever you got to do. Um, buy their merch physically or or digitally, however you want to fucking do it. Just buy stuff from them and uh, support. Definitely support, support. And you death can, metal. These guys are the reigning kings. And for U.S. dates, uh, they're doing a lot of European dates coming up, but they also are doing Full Terror Assault, which is in uh, Illinois. Uh, so that's with Belphegor and Dying Fetus Origin, stuff like that. So if that's something you're into, then check out Gorgasm. That's only the second uh, second time they're doing the full terror assault, which is like the U.S. answer to, uh, you know, outdoor festival things. It's not like Maryland Death Fest. It's bigger. It's actually, you know... When uh, is that? Camping and stuff like that. It's in September. Uh damn, I don't know I would too, just to see Gorgasm. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh would be great too. I mean, there's some good bands on there. Um, I think Lockups on there, if I'm not mistaken. There's a lot of good shit. Misery Index is playing there. Um, it's it's a killer lineup. You guys need to check it out. Just look up Full Terror Assault Two, and it's you know it's it's only so the second one, huh? Yeah, they just did and they've it last done it. This year. Is, they did it last year, and now they're doing it. I think last year they had like Terrorizer and Fear Factory. You know, yeah, it was some like you know they were really trying to get something started, so it wasn't that that great. Of queer a factory, yeah, queer factory. Um, <laughs> This is how computers sound to me. You know, anyway. <laughs> I got to watch Hate Eternal, and you did too, blow them off the fucking stage. Ah, uh, they did. But I took that stage and shoved it up her hand. Yeah, right up your butt. Right up your, <laughs> right up your industrial uh, your man cr- purse your, wearing fruit your, rear. Your chrome rear. Yeah, right up your butt. Death metal up your ass, up your, up your industrial nine inch nails listening ass. Some Saint T- some Saint Petersburg dong. You got fucked by a death metal animal. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Gorgasm interview is great. I think you guys will dig it. Hey guys, enjoy, and uh, as always, stay gory. We are here with fucking Gorgasm. What is going on, guys? What's up, guys? And we got Kyle, Ryan, Anthony, and Damien. All of us. The whole band. Finally, this is awesome. Thank you guys for doing this. It's fucking great. Now, if uh, you listeners here aren't familiar with Gorgasm, and you should be, uh, how can you not like a band that has song titles like Lesbian Stool Orgy, uh, Dirty Cunt Beatdown, Infection Induced Erection, which is my favorite, Carniff Whore, Horrendous rebirth. That's just, you guys are fucking death metal to the fucking definition, man. And you guys have been, uh, in my personal opinion, I've been carrying the torch for a long time. 
and especially the underground death metal stuff. It's really um, awesome. You can go on facebook.com slash anal skewer and check them out. Which is pretty fucking funny as well. <laughs> yeah, we try. We try to keep it brutal. I mean, uh, that's, for me, when I first heard you guys, that was, uh, Orgy of Murder was the first thing that I heard, and I was like, Jesus Christ, it's fucking nasty. Love it, because I love brutal death metal, and uh, I felt like you guys were, uh, I'm in my 40s, so I felt like you guys were carrying the flame for a bunch of stuff that I grew up listening to, so it's really kind of what drew me to the band, and that's why it was so important for me to have you guys on. I, I think uh, Brutal Death Metal is the best and the only death metal, and I think you guys are, like Corey said a second ago, carrying the goddamn torch, the flag, whatever you want to call it for it, and uh, love it. Absolutely love the band. Appreciate that. Uh, I, it astounds me. It's funny, I was actually... Uh, we had went to see Suffocation last year. We wanted to see Suffocation uh, with Frank. And uh, we went over to Clarksville, Tennessee to see them. And it was funny. I was wearing my Gorgasm stuff. Uh, I usually sport it at shows. And, and it was funny because Kevin Talley walked in. And he was wearing a long sleeve. That was a Gorgasm, yeah. Which oh, was, yeah? Yeah. He, was, so they he, was, he, he totally was. Twins. It, was yeah. it was just funny. So the whole night he was like, dude, I like your shirt. I was like, I like your shirt. It was funny. <laughs> There's a picture yeah, of you up somewhere. Awesome. Yeah, that's badass. And we've been fans of those guys box since like 91 oh yeah i have been some of these guys are a little younger than i am well it was funny when we went to the show because we skipped king diamond to go see them and frank couldn't believe it i was like yeah man we have to see frank the tank again it's like (laughs) the first time i saw him was uh pierce from within and uh he's a huge fan of the band it's like we uh you know, just to get to go and do that. And I think they were just kind of blown away by it. But I thought it was so cool that night. It was like it was just like it was meant to be. It was just like Kevin sporting the <laughs> the Gorgasm <laughs> long sleeve, and I had the Orgy of Murder shirt on. It was funny. That's badass. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, this one's for uh, for Damien. You you started it in in '94, and uh, you were on uh, what was it? It was Pulverizer. Was the label at the time, right? And and they weren't a joke, you know. They put out uh, Jungle Rot Slaughter of the Week and also Dying Fetus's uh, Purification Through Violence, which is pretty awesome. Did you uh, ever play any shows with those dudes? Uh, back in the day, actually, yeah, you bring up a good point about all the pulverizer uh, having a fucking a really badass roster. Yeah, man. Mortal Decay, uh, Dying Fetus back in the day. Hmm. Uh, Shit. A few other gems, man. Yeah, and Jungle Rot, you know. Yeah, that was short lived, you know. Yeah. Um, did you play any shows uh, with them back then? Yeah, the like, like, we did. I think we, uh, I know we did, uh, some shit like Ohio Death Fest and, uh, Hell yeah. You know, uh, like Milwaukee. That was wrong, man. Oh yeah. Oh, you guys, you guys played Milwaukee. Yeah, we played Milwaukee Metal Fest. I, I, dude, I, I wish I could tell you like the exact year, but uh, I think it was like ninety, ninety uh, four or ninety five or something. I went. I, I know it, 
it was either that year or the, the I know Corpse was yeah, there touring the like, bleeding. Was it that year? A couple bands like right before Suffo, and I I think Mortal Decay might have been on that one. Okay. And uh, if not that, I think Fetus actually played that on that one. Dude. It was it was badass. Nice. I used to love going to. I went to Milwaukee all the time. I fucking loved it. Dude, it's crazy what, what happened though, because like there's like no like really you know big death metal shows there. It doesn't seem like it, you know. No, there's not. Like, it's like one of the largest uh, death metal fests in the U.S. to like up and going on. You know? I mean, so yeah, it's kind of a pretty uh crazy. Have you guys uh, collectively? Have you all? Uh, have you all ever? Have you all played Maryland before? We have. Uh, we've done it. Uh, again, I'm, I'm pretty bad with dates, but uh, I think it was like 2006 or 2007. Okay. Nice. That was probably one of the first ones, I think. I found some YouTube footage of you guys playing uh, the Vegas Death Metal Fest. Okay. And that was fucking cool. But you know what my favorite thing was that I found, just this is playing around on, on YouTube, was the... It was some show, it looked like in like fucking Japan or fucking... I don't oh. know where... Yeah, Thailand. It was in Japan. Man, that was fucking. I that show is so much fun to watch. Man, you guys just come out and just knock it, knock it out of like there. Like a goddamn bulldozer. Yeah, we watch. We watched it. <laughs> we watched it several times. You get loaded and watch it. It's fun. Uh, I think that you're talking about Bangkok, uh, Bangkok or uh, Indonesia. You know. Yeah. Any of those places. I think it was Indonesia. Yeah. I'll bet it was Bangkok, Thailand. Those red suckers were. No, it looked like. I mean, the show was fun as hell to watch. It's it's. It's it, it looks like the, the the one I'm talking about. It looks like it's shot from like I don't know maybe the crowd. I'm not really sure, but if it's on a steady cam, I can't tell. But it's a great show, man. I it's just fun to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I think several people went to the hospital that night, man. I bet, man. Now that talk about that show was was that what kind of a bill was that? Was that a festival or? Yeah, it was yeah, it's Bangkok. Uh, Bangkok, Death Bangkok Death Fest. Yeah, actually, the guys that clued us in on that was uh, Defeated Sanity. They played it a couple years nice. before, and they were like, "Man, because when we went on tour with them and Amagordas, uh, they were talking about when they played Bangkok, and they were like, "Man, if you can get on that fest sometime." They said Sunyalux, uh, the guy who who does all the booking for it and shit. They're like, "Man, he's a solid dude." a fucking badass show and they even played it without a vocalist Lilla the drummer actually did vocals when they played that show because wow. their vocalist couldn't get over there or something but he told us man you guys need to fucking go play it because those guys go nuts and he wasn't bullshit and it was fucking ridiculous wow yeah Sonny Lux is a stand up guy yeah he's fucking awesome those dudes fucking took care of us. Every single person that was around us the whole time He's was like six, chi- six awesome. chainsaws. Sick, sick chainsaws. Yeah. He does their merch. Yeah. yeah okay. He's a badass fucking dude. And uh, yeah, we had a blast when we went there. We had we had like a day to fuck around, and then we had the night that we played the show, and we got to go screw around and look at some freaking temples the and shit temple. like that. Yeah, it was crazy. It was awesome. Was there a lot of other bands on that bit? Was that like a like a festival thing? So it was a bunch. Was it several yeah. days or bands or something? Yeah, but it was like 
wasn't it? It was two days, and we only played one day of it, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was because Aborted played the following year. Oh, that's awesome. Well, they split it in half too. Like they do, they do part one. Yeah, in the beginning of the year, and then like towards, uh, I guess, in the fall, they do the other part. That's so pretty cool. It's like it's uh, different. Bangkok Death Fest 2014 A and then B or whatever. <laughs> But yeah, they split it up and like have two a year, I think. That's crazy. I had no idea. I yeah, there's people from like Australia came yeah, up. Drawing a blank. What's the fucking other band that played with us right before us? The fucking badass. Wassam uh, at Wongwise, the fucking bass player. Yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. Think, of this, can't think of the band name right now. No, no, we just got done jamming, dude. All yeah. our fucking work. <laughs> it's scatterbrain. Yeah, full week of work and then oh, yeah. late night Friday late night, fucking jam. Midnight practice. <laughs> Nothing like it. <laughs> so you get to go uh, back to the history a little bit. You got two records before the rest of you guys joined the band. You got, you know, Bleeding Profusely with 2001 on Extremities. You got Masticate to Dominate, which I love in 2003, and that was on Unique Leader. Um, I mean, they have a great fucking catalog of bands also. Um, and then after that, uh, there was that long hiatus. And then how did you guys uh, come about into into Gorgasm? Well, I can answer that pretty well. Um, I know you guys were in... Uh, well, that was that. You guys were in uh, Sarcophagy on Severed, which is awesome. And uh, Human Fillet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, how that shit all kind of went down is... Uh, I had known Lesky uh, kind of early on, and Gorgasm has been one of me and Ryan's favorite bands for fucking years. That's great, yeah. In fact, me and Ryan have been like best friends since third grade. So <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's good, yeah. We kind of grew up playing music together. We fucking started several metal and death metal bands kind of growing up and playing guitar together and shit like that. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of started picking up drums and fucking around, like, just kind of for fun when uh, when Human Filet kind of broke up and shit. And I hit up uh, Lesky, and Gorgasm was actually on a hiatus at the time. Yeah. It was like around, what, 2007, 2008, maybe. Mm. Maybe it, later. Yeah, well, it was 2010 later, when like, you guys got back to, you know. went on hiatus, it was like maybe 08. Yeah. Yeah, so like Gorgasm hadn't done anything for like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I hit up Lesky and was like, hey man, if you're not really jamming lately, like just come down, maybe we could fucking jam, throw down for fun and shit. Yeah, sure. So he, he came down, we started jamming, just something totally different. We started a project called Sadicus, mm-hmm. which is kind of what evolved into what we are now. Yeah. Um, it was just me and him, we wrote a couple songs. And then uh, we were like, well, fuck, we should look for some other members. And then we hit up Ryan and asked him if he wanted to get in on it. He's like, well, fuck yeah. Huh. And then uh, got Tony in on it because he was in on uh, Human Filet also. Absolutely. Locked Tony into it, believe it or not. <laughs> like, man, I don't know, man. I was on house arrest, so I had limited mobility. Jesus. But yeah, we fucking... Uh, you drank that Kraken? Is that what happened? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> so at first, at first it was uh, it was Sadicus, and that's kind of what 
Actually, the whole album Orgy of Murder wasn't even written as Gorgasm. It was written as Sadicus. Huh. But, like, well, Gorgasm wasn't even, like, like in the picture, you know? I yeah. just want to, like, just start something fresh, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know? sure. See where it goes, you know? But it was, it was good chemistry with these guys, so... It was you know. weird, though. It was like we couldn't get away from the Gorgasm thing. Like, we went and played fucking CIM as Sadicus, and, like, everybody fucking, like, following us outside afterwards. Like, hey, man... You guys fucking sound just like Gorgasm. Well, I guess it kind of does sound. It just, it just all worked out, man. Because like these guys already knew the songs, you know, being fans, and uh, we were just playing these songs anyway, just on the side, just for yeah, fun, for fun, you know. So, like, hey, let's play yeah. fucking, uh, let's play Stabbing uh, Intercourse, yeah. or Disembodied, or whatever. Hell yeah! So you just started whipping out the Gorgasm shit. Yeah, and then we just kind of awesome. had a conversation like, well, we're getting ready to go record this album. We're getting ready to fucking, you know, put it out there. What's it going to be? Is it going to be Sadicus? Or do we want to fucking, you know, bring Gorgasm back to life and start playing shows and busting out these old songs and shit? And we all kind of agreed like, well, you know, maybe we should just fucking go ahead and bring Gasm back and fucking yeah. with this lineup because it felt good. So, Hell yeah. I mean, you guys fucking nailed it you came back and ripped with orgy of murder i mean it was on brutal bands and that's a great fucking you know label too you got yeah especially dom- you know abominable putridity guttural secrete anomalous murder made god like fucking nasty ass shit so you guys were at the top of that i think when you when that album came out um you were at the forefront of all that which is pretty well, impressive you know it was good timing too you know like just when when it all happened you know Actually, what I felt, I felt good about signing with him at the time also because uh, when he approached us about signing, he wasn't signing us for the Gorgasm name, and there was a lot of people that were kind of out for that. Right. He signed us and offered us specifically for the Sadicist. Wow, okay. Like, he, he came to a show, saw us play live, and was like, hey... I want to sign you guys. We worked out a deal, and then after that, we decided we were going to bring back the Gorgasm name. And then, you know, we were like, "Dude, we will, you know, same deal or whatever." We just, I guess, need to change the contract to say yeah, Gorgasm right. instead yeah, right. of Satan. Well, contract. then we had fucking other people hitting us up, like, "Oh man, what the fuck? If you would have told me it was Gorgasm, I would have given you this." And that's like. Well, fuck you. We didn't want to get signed for a name. We wanted to get signed for the music. Yeah, exactly. Oh, other labels were doing that, right? Yeah, we right, didn't, exactly. We didn't want just somebody just to capitalize off of it, you know? It wasn't about that. Yeah, so this guy just came out to see you, didn't even know you were Gorgasm, and was like, hey, this sounds great, you know? Right, and we were, at the time, we were just going to be Sadikus anyway. Yeah. Just like a later, like six months later, we decided we were going to bring back Gorgasm after jamming and playing more of the old songs so now was he familiar with Gorgasm and just didn't think you guys were them or didn't really make oh, the yeah, distinction yeah. he was, he was okay. familiar it wasn't just like a surprise he was like oh my god they're actually Gorgasm no <laughs> like oh, no, he knew okay he just wanted to sign you guys because it was you know was I get it yeah it. yeah cause he liked the sound you know and he saw us live but then when I called him up and was like hey uh we're thinking we're going to go ahead and just go with the name Gorgasm if, you, if you're cool with rewriting the, the contracts or whatever. And he's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> That's awesome. 
like, yeah, and we're going to need about 10 more grand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, are you serious? Like, okay. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty awesome. If we come out with three more albums, we'll make 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> you guys will get a kick out of this. I, I, it cost me 50 bucks to get a physical CD of Orgy of Murder. What? eBay. I swear to you, because yeah, when I, I bought it, I found it. I'd found it, and I wanted the damn slipcover because I didn't yeah, have the slipcover. Limited slipcover. Slip Dude, I got a promo. I'll sell you for like forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I'll t- I, something else I wanted to tell you guys. This, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure which one of you I bought it from, but I bought some stuff off eBay from you guys. Well, I mean, if you if you go to our big cartel page. We don't have a whole lot of stuff on there right now because we're playing a lot of shows and we'd rather like keep our merchandise for because I mean we don't have a huge stockpile of anything, right? So you know we we like to have stuff when we go. You bring it on tour with you, yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I mean, we, we got a lot of shows coming up for the rest of the year. So um, come down and get your goodies. Stuff on there, but we got like some logo shirts and we got I think orgy and murder CDs and nice. I, I think See, I like the uh, the green logo shirts. Probably right my now. favorite. I'll tell you what. I love that green. What's What's funny is uh, Lesky makes fun of me for this, but I'm I'm like such a Gorgasm fan from like back in the day that I can't not buy a fucking stab wound intercourse CD if I see it pop up on eBay. So I've got like <laughs> a ton of them. Do you have a stockpile? It's just of that CD. Dude, I've got I've got like there was a. Uh, the Pulverizer Records release, so yeah. I got several of those. And then once it switched over to Extremities, I got like several of each one. They pressed a uh, <laughs> black, a black CD with a red logo, and then a silver CD with a red logo. And I mean, you can't you those. can't just get one. You got to get both of them because no, I got to get like yeah, all, all of them. Multiples of each. I've got a fucking stack of those, man. And then, like, That's funny. the original uh, Bleeding Profusely. Yeah. It was on Extremities before Unique Leader, and I've got quite a few of those, too. <laughs> That's great. I'm ridiculous when it comes to that. So when I bought this stuff off eBay, when I got some shirts, which one of you did I buy that from? That would have been Anthony. Anthony, well, you have mailed stuff to my mom that I bought. <laughs> Gladys Curry. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yep. <laughs> I bought a shitload of stuff. I got the last album. I got uh, three shirts. The one with the chick wrapped in cellophane. and. Well, I know the one, the, the last album. Oh, okay, you said the last album. Correct. Okay, good. Because I didn't... I... No, 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 no. Not the, not the orgy. I, that was some guy That was some guy in Jersey that got me on that. Fuck well, I went Jersey. to Amazon and the damn thing was out of print, and I was like, "Well, I fucking want the damn slipcase, so I bought it." But oh, man. devotion well, to my band. Next time, get a hold of us. I should have, but it's okay. I still feel. I just wish you had got the fifty bucks, but whatever. Yeah, we wouldn't sell for that shit, man. <laughs> I know. You know, yeah. right? Uh, we're out to make money, man. We're just out to have a good time. Uh, Damien, question for you: How did? Uh, how did Gorgasm come about? Oh, well, fucking, uh, you know, 
to be bringing it back though, like the Stample Narrow, which uh, uh, was completely different lineup. Uh, uh, and the name actually was uh, uh, Russ Powell's name that, you know, he had since like high school. You know, long story short, you know, when we hooked up, we uh, we went under a couple different names. Uh, like Embodied was one of them. Um, nice. Ah, uh, shit, can't remember. Uh, I'm starting to see something with a C. Like, this is like uh, 25 Repetus. years ago. Crepitus. 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 Another one, you know, uh, that, was, that was floating around that we played shows with. You know, uh, but, uh, you know, we always like the name, you know, so we just rolled with it. It's a great name. Now, now was this... Now, was this... Was off your tongue, man? I don't know. It, you can write the logo? Topic material. Oh. There's, you know, I don't know. There's sex and violence and gore, man. That's all. Oh, yeah. Where, when you, when you formed the band or what, what... Now, where were you guys based out of? Chicago. Okay. Yeah, we're Chicago based. Okay. Lesky still lives in Chicago. Uh, no, well, not anymore, but I mean, I... I grew up in Chicago, you know. Gotcha. Now, to talk about Chicago for a second, was that how you were... Uh, did you know the Broken Hope guys? Is that how that came about? Or? Well, yeah, I mean, I always knew those guys. Not like on a personal level, but I mean, we, we played shows. Uh, you know, we knew who we were, you know. Uh, and uh, I was approached by that. Like years later, I mean, a few years back. Right. About, you know, doing uh, vocals. Actually, I was approached about doing uh, guitar and vocals. <laughs> and wow. uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to do that. You know? <laughs> One or the other, you know, I know. Was. Just as a side note, I wanted to tell you and actually thank you. And I actually think you're the only one that I'm aware of. Broken up, that Blu ray is fucking awesome. All right, I'll do yeah, I mean that's I and I don't I know I don't own any other death metal Blu-ray, so that's to be some kind of a first on that front. But hey, I was always curious about that. I mean, were you friends with the Oppressor guys as well, or? Well, again, not not on a personal level. Gotcha. I, I, mean, I know those guys. I mean, I, I like their shit. You know, like uh, again, we played shows together. Uh, you know, they went on to do you know other things, but uh, yeah, man, fucking you know, we all grew up. Right. One of the things that attracted me to Gorgasm was my my favorite death metal band, which a lot of people hate. I'm a huge Mortician fan. Oh yeah, I love them. And that's that's what drew me to Gorgasm. I was like, you know, the you know the lyrics, the the song titles. It's like it was just fucking nasty. I was like, this is fucking awesome, you know. And you. Go back and you listen to it. And I'm just, I was just curious, what were some of your influences when you were uh, forming Gorgasm? Uh, as far as like musical, yeah, ba- bands, yeah. Uh, uh, well, fuck, man, you know, like obviously, like just shit that we grew up on um, at the time, you know, like uh, bands that we shared the label with, uh, not pulverizers, you know. I mean, uh, Suffocation was always like a fucking huge influence on us. Early Cannibal Corpse. Uh, autopsy, I mean, fucking just countless shit, you know. Uh, but, uh, I mean, Suffo is definitely like, one of the main ones. 
Oh yeah. But you know, I mean, we always like that uh, overseas melodic stuff. You know, we try to incorporate that in our shit here. So. Yeah, the European death metal is definitely. I, I'm a big Dismember fan. I guess they're my favorite, probably, or were my favorite. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's And also uh Vomitory. It's fucking awesome too, you know. Yeah, like early in tune, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love all of and, and Bloodbath, you know, out of that too is, you know, always been oh, one of my favorites too, man. Back in the day. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Screams of anguish. I was actually just listening to that. But you know, yeah, I mean I have to say fucking cannibal corpse, dude. Cannibal corpse obituary. I mean, I know we're far from, like, obituary style or anything like that, but... Oh, still, you know, like, you listen I, to that shit, it's shit you like, you know. Those guys, like, you know, that, that should make your fucking hair stand. They throw down. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 40s. I remember being in high school buying, like, Eaten Back to Life and Slowly oh, We Rot. That, that's probably... That and Butcher to Birth is my favorite now. Yeah. You know, by far. And that still kicks my ass, you know, like, after fucking 20-some years. Hell yeah, you know, and it's, and I thought it always delivered. I remember with them, it was like this, when I was in, uh, it was like middle school, and these, you know, my brother was a few grades up, and his, his friends had this Cannibal Corpse mix they made, it was just from like the first, like three albums or whatever, and I didn't know what any of it was, they are just like, here, you can have this CD, and just say Cannibal Corpse mix on it. And when I heard the, uh, you know, it's one of my first ventures into death metal at all or any kind of extreme music, so I just listened to the whole CD, didn't really know what to think of it, and then when he said needles injected in your eyes, I was like, what the fuck is this song name? I gotta figure out what this is. You know, it's uh, Edible Autopsy, and I was like, God, this is fucking awesome. And I was really into horror movies at the time, and, you know, that's kind of what jump-started the whole thing with both of them. You know, when you go back, I mean, I'm going back... Like, what year did uh, Eat Back to Life come out? 90? Yeah. 90, yeah. Okay, so I probably discovered that album, like, that year or the year after. And, like, dude, I never heard, like, shit like that, you know? I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I was listening to, like, Me, Mom, Dad. You know, yeah. Uh, early Carcass. Carcass. Fucking, of course. You know, just, just other shit, you know? But, like, I heard that. I don't know, it's not like a different level. And I was like reading along with the lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, there's a de- we we talked about that recently. There's a different you know George doesn't and we both Corey and I both like George, but you know, Chris I think Chris put a whole different spin on that band. He was scary back then. Fuck yeah, yeah he was. Corpse was scary back then, and, and you know, and, and the aside, there was like a fucking aura of those bands back then before the internet and shit like that. Oh but yeah. Before you could get a glimpse into their real lives, where you actually looked at the CD case, like, looked at their band picture, read their lyrics, and you were legitimately like. And then when you went to see them, you're like, these guys are the real scary. deal. They're gonna like kill you, and, you know. Exactly. Yeah, suck cool. your guts, you know. Yeah, fucking cool. But that's what made it <laughs> awesome. Like, I don't want to fucking know about any of these people's lives now. Like, I don't know. I feel like the the internet has ruined a lot of that fucking mystery. Yeah, and press. You know, the 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 bigger it gets, you know, and the, yeah. and the ways that it will get bigger. You know, it's like, like a lot of us grew up on. I mean, like at least 
Like you can go on the internet now. No one knew well, where think. where Bob Rousset went, and uh, you find out that he's like a golf instructor. It's like I didn't want to know that. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was like living out of his car, but he was like eating people. I don't know. You know, it's funny. Like <laughs> that's what you uh, want to think. You've got a you've got a CD with like a Cannibal Corpse mix on it. The, yeah. the, the way I found out about orgasm was uh, my good friend I went to high school with, Adam. One night we were listening to Cannibal Corpse, and he gave he was like, "Dude, we need to go out to your car and fucking listen to this. Go smoke some weed and check out this band." <laughs> That's how he it starts. He had half of the CD. The first half of the CD was uh, bleeding profusely. Yeah. And the other half was uh, cryptopsy, uh, none so vile. Oh damn! And he put it in, and it was funny, man. At the time, it was like almost too brutal for me. Like I didn't get it. Like. That's- we were listening to like the bleeding. That's a Cannibal brutal Corpse. sandwich right there. Yeah, and he fucking plays that for me, and I'm like, yeah, God I don't damn. know, man. I don't know. Well, then he's like, dude, well, you need to just keep this CD. And then like, I don't know, a couple months later, me and Ryan were cruising around out in the country smoking some weed. It <laughs> fucking hit us at the exact same time. We we're like, oh shit! This <laughs> oh my god! Badass. Yeah. And then from then, it was all over. You know, the, re- the record for me as a kid, and I saw this tour, and it scared the shit out of me. It really did. It was one of those things where I actually felt like, you know... You weren't going to make it at the end of the show. Well, I just... Because I, I grew up... Um, I'm from Canada, but I grew up in Atlanta, and we, my uh, buddy and I, we got fake IDs, and we went and saw Deicide on the Legion tour. Nice. And... Yeah. I mean, it, it seriously was. I was like, Jesus. You know, Glenn was mean to us he still is whatever but you know <laughs> it was uh it was but it was fucking the fucking Hoffman brothers up there you know I mean it was it scared the shit out of me but I loved it at the same time I don't know yeah. that's what you want out of it you know you want to be yeah, and I think you're right I think the internet has definitely fucked that up music, I think music should just be music man and every, like their, the personal life should be fucking left alone man it's all about how it makes you feel and the people should influence it as long now. as the music's fucking good because some bands to this day, I mean, are fucking intimidating. You know, if we came and saw you guys right now, it'd be fucking intimidating. You know, not right now when you guys are chilling, you know, but playing a show would be like, God damn, like that. It was fun to watch that Thailand show, but fuck, like, you guys are intimidating. Like Facebook friends with one of your fucking favorite musicians ruins it for me. Yeah. Hate to say that, but I feel like Facebook takes all the fucking mystery out of it. Like, right. Oh yeah, oh, especially I mean, when it's political stuff. I'm like, I didn't want to know any. I'm just gonna pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> I, I've run into that, uh, and I, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this because I don't care. But I, I ran into that with Paul from Cannibal. Like it, it absolutely destroyed me. Hey, what uh, just getting to know him, and you know, it's just one of those things uh, with Facebook. You know, it's one of those things where it was like, "Wow, this is not a." Because I basically asked him to do this, and he just blew me off. And you know, we've Corey and I've ran into that a bunch. That's why I'm saying, just to, to all of you guys, we can't thank you enough for this because I can't tell how many people have basically told me to go fuck myself. With those words, and I'm in my <laughs> and I'm in my forties. It's like I grew up listening to death metal. It's like I. 
my friends were listening to thrash and I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to go listen to this. Not that I don't like some thrash stuff, but I was like, this is better. So I got into all that in high school and, you know, I've listened to Cannibal, like I said, since, you know, eating back to life. And it's like, I got to know him via Facebook and it's, it's done nothing but made me not listen to the band anymore. I'm being honest with you. I can't listen to him at all anymore. We grew up, see that, 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 that like, that's a good point that Kyle brought up, you know. Well, he's right. You got, I mean, it, Kyle, I agree with you 100%. I, literally, getting to know him has made me not want to listen to the band anymore. I won't yeah. even go see him. Yeah. Man, I've seen a thousand plus fucking bands. And, you know, you you take... When, when, when you're growing up listening to death metal, you meet one guy who's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and, and it ruins it for you. You know, like for me, the first time I ever met Chris Barnes, I was just like, this guy's a jerk. Right. <laughs> I met, like, uh, fucking dudes from obituary when I was real young. Right. And, and they were the coolest fucking guys ever. Yeah, they're you know? always super nice. Those guys, they are nice guys. You know, like uh, the guys from Internal Bleeding. And I, you know, like I still talk to Chris Prevelis to this day. Yeah, he's one of the coolest you know, guys of all time. That's, that's, that's one of the guys that I don't mind being on Facebook talking to, man. I've seen internal bleeding, but I've never met the guys. You know, know, for me, here's here's one thing that I will say about Facebook. Obviously, getting to do this with you guys and getting to know this is amazing for me. But as far as someone like from my childhood, uh, I'll just tell you right now, Mike Smith made up for everything that Paul let me down on. Yeah, Mike Smith is a He is the act, fucking man. I don't know if you guys have got a chance to listen to our interview we did with him. What a fucking awesome person. Oh yeah. And yeah, you know and, uh, Well that's what I'm trying to get at is is man, we I remember all those times that, you know, somebody was a fucking complete dick and it may have just been they were having a bad day, but that's all I'm gonna ever Right, remember. right, exactly. Your first impression means everything. It's like take that with man, we're never gonna lose the appreciation we have for people that like come out to see us play or you know I mean no matter how many or how few there are I mean we we make time to, to meet people and talk to people and, and oh, just, yeah. just hang out I mean you know we're in Indonesia man after a show it was humbling it was we had to have an train. escort with us there were so many people there dude that's amazing that's awesome oh yeah I think he took a picture with every single fucking person that walked in. <laughs> I think it's great. It's great. Absolutely crazy. I mean, it's a lot to ask, but you guys are into it and you appreciate it, and that's that's the beauty of it, you know. Dude, yeah, we were honestly wore out from taking pictures. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, it was great, man. All those people were like really appreciative, and man, they, they treated us like fantastic. Yeah, like yeah. Wait, all my picks in the first show. <laughs> 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 You're like fuck it. You get a pick. You get a pick. You know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like we're never gonna lose that appreciation because it's like we've had bad experiences with some people, and it's like I don't want people to have that experience. No. You know? I mean, not that. And, and we're just regular fucking dudes. We're, it's not like you know. It's not like we're anything special. We all go to work for a living. Yeah. And we can play shows on weekends. That's what we do. And if somebody, you know, digs our shit and they want to just bullshit with us, fucking bullshit with us, man. Right, that's right. I mean, I mean fuck, we were just in St. Louis and fucking some guys invited us over to their house. We ended up staying the night there. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. Nothing beats that. Yeah, 
Yeah, we fucking party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that fucking always cute. That was a bad. <laughs> 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 like, nah, that was bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, we're like, well, we can go to a hotel or we can go hang out with these guys for a little bit. You know, and it's like, because there was only like forty people at the show, so we're like, fuck it, man. We went there and man, we had a great time. That's yeah. great, man. That's you know, I. And I, I think, and I was going to actually ask all of you guys about this. I, I feel like death metal has lost some of that because I don't know about you. It's like you know, it, it, it's like it's a goddamn beard metal fucking fashion show. When I try to, I mean, it's fucking stupid. There's some fucking hipster fruit wearing a death shirt, and I'm like, <laughs> I saw death, asshole. I saw death like five fucking times. <laughs> and there's some fucking hipster freak. I'm not talking. You know what I'm talking? The beard metal people. You know they got the fucking nut hugger jeans on and the fucking aborigine fucking earring shit. I can't fucking do that shit. I'm in my fucking forties. It's fucking stupid. Here's what I feel about it. It's kind of gotten watered down, and some people have kind of taken it to where it's become a trend and shit like that. But I feel like the true fucking sickos will prevail and remain. Like That's right. the fat will die out. I think it'll and, go back to the underground. Yeah, again, I don't want you know? people who are truly because I almost let it ruin me. And Dan from Inherit Disease and uh, New Standard Elite are labeled. Right. I had a lot of conversations with him about it, like how there's so many fucking bands, and so many fucking douchebags who are like, you know, just kind of in it to fucking be tough or whatever they try shit. to do. You know, and the internet makes it so easy to slap a band together and throw some shitty song out there and say you're in a band. And make a lyric video. Yeah, well, he, you know, (laughs) like, you know, you just have to, it'll fucking, that shit will fade, and it'll it'll go back to the fucking underground, and those fucking faggots will go on to the next (laughs) thing. Well, see, you know, we, we, uh, my family lives in Knoxville, you know, where Shit Chapel, White Chapel's from. And I, and I used to I used to run sound and uh, do stage uh, work at this club there. Well, one of their guitarists used to come in there and act like hot shit. And I finally one night just pulled him aside and I go, "Let me explain something to you. I was listening to this shit when you were in your dad's balls." <laughs> and you have to do that with people sometimes. And I I tell you, man, I, I the deathcore crap and the fucking beard metal shit. I can't. <laughs> I, I I seriously I can't fucking do it. I I, I can't do it. I, we'll do it live. You know, I mean, uh, Damien, Damien, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, I don't know if you guys' age or what. You've got some old guys here with me in the four in their 40s. It's like, I just, I can't do it. Oh, man, you know what I'm saying? It's like live and let live. If, if them guys, if that's what them guys get into, man, just, I don't pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you can't, like, none of us, like, fucking, like, really give a fuck yeah. about that shit. <laughs> yeah, we, just, we, we honestly did, we're... You guys stay true to to the real shit, and uh, we appreciate you know we appreciate you putting out the good stuff, and uh, you know I think it's awesome. Thanks, man. I mean, we just we just do what we naturally think, you know, or feels right to us. And right. I mean, like like we're talking about, you know, all these other little genres and stuff. It's like. Those people do what they do, man, and 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 it doesn't it doesn't affect us at all, really. So, you know, hey, I mean, maybe, you guys maybe, are gorgeous. Maybe some, you know? what we do, you know, maybe some of those people start digging what we do, you know, and then fuck, man, then they'll realize, you know, 
I will honestly say more it, brutal shit out there. It does <laughs> affect me when people act like they're into brutal death metal and they're really not. They're just trying to do it for fashion. That yeah, shit it, does bother me. Yeah, but you got that. But it's on a musical level, especially because if they're that's just, what I was you know. talking about. That's where I was. I don't mean to get on a rant about it, but I'm telling you, I, it makes me want to vomit when I see a fucking you know. 18-year-old in a fucking death shirt like he knows everything about the fucking band because he's been on the internet. It's like, I saw him. I met him. It's like... <laughs> if I see somebody else who's into some music that might be like... I mean, they think it's heavy or whatever. It's like, like these kids that listen to Kanye West but they because it's fashion they wear a death shirt. Them, you know. If I can get them to listen to some brutal death metal then I'll fucking try. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's good for you guys. Instead of fucking dragging them down, I'll be like, hey, man. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you they like, just haven't been exposed. You like them. that shit? Well, check this out. And they might not like it at first, but, you know. Well, they may never like it. It but took it, me a while you to know, get, like, when I first heard the stuff, I mean, it took me about, I don't know, maybe ten listens before I was finally like, okay, I get why, why they're hitting the fucking snare drum Yeah. 80% of the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> like I grew up with you know the very beginnings of death metal, you know, and then yeah. and then and then it kind of evolved into like blasting and shit. More of the well, it was more of the like groovy, you know, um, obituary and you know, oh yeah, shit like that. And I had to I had to kind of warm up to, you know, I mean, obviously I was I, I, I was you know <laughs> everyone has to warm up to Deicide. I don't care about the you know? so it's like I just kind of had to eventually evolve, and then I mean every time I. Most of the bands that are my favorite bands, um, I couldn't stand them at first, <laughs> and, and then and then it's like I just didn't get it, you know. And then and it's like you know, two years later, it's my fucking favorite band. Right, I know when yeah. I first heard Suffo, Effigy of the Forgotten Man, I was like, there has to be two drummers. Like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, right. that's not physically possible. Like with the blasting, like and. I don't know, I didn't like Blast Beats at first, and then they fucking grew on me, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm all about Blast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the first one I heard, you know, was obviously, it was Human well, Waste. No, it wasn't Human Waste, it was Epigy. Yeah, yeah. And that's just so fucking raw, man. It was like one of my favorite albums. I think it's the way the Blast just made my uh, mood feel. It just kind of gives me a... a Hard on. I don't know what it is. It's but. Scott Burns production too. Yeah, it just. I love the sound of the blast that I always have. I don't know what it is. Just whenever I hear one, I'm just like, yes. It's like a fucking chainsaw ripping. It's awesome. I don't know. Not you have to forgive me, guys. I, I don't. I don't have any tolerance for that shit as a fan, especially being older. I just don't. And I, you know. I don't know. As a fan, it's offensive to me. It actually makes me not want to go to shows. Well, I'm not going to sit there and talk to some jerk off who doesn't know his, you know, what the fuck he's talking right. about. He's strutting around with, you know, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. not going to sit there and waste my time. Exactly. I was obviously just there for show. I'm just going to move on and fucking find somebody <laughs> worth talking to. <laughs> right. Well, the fun thing is if you drag them to a show like Gorgasm and then they don't know what's going on. And then they just blown away. And they're just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck was that? Like, that's, that's the I real deal. That's what that is. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah. You just drag them in there and they'll have to, you know, they either accept it or they don't, or they're scared and they're like, I'm going to start listening to Rihanna now. And 
I know. Burning all my metal CDs and shirts that I. When we just when we just played, uh, we played a couple of very different shows for us. Uh, when we played St. Louis and uh, Kansas City, okay. it was or not Kansas City, uh, Topeka, Kansas. Topeka was very different than usual. And when we got done, we had a lot of people coming up to us, being like, "I didn't know about you guys, and what the fuck just happened?" And we're <laughs> like. That's what's that's what's up. I mean, even even though there might have been less people there than we hoped for, if we gained a few fans, that was fucking awesome. You know, it made yeah. it all worth it. Yeah, that's what you want out of it, man. You know, I don't know. For us, it's about the experience. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. But you know, while while I'm uh, while we were earlier talking about like labels and uh, how I was talking with Dan Osborne about this and that, I just want to say. Uh, and he probably won't even hear this, but I will say that Dan Osborne, who runs uh, New Standard Elite Records yep. and the drummer for uh, Inherit Disease, is probably one of the most stand-up, passionate guys about death metal that you will ever fucking meet in your life. And anything that that dude puts out, he truly fucking loves. And I would say that He's one of the very few people left in death metal, especially uh, label-wise, that actually truly fucking cares about the death metal scene and the bands in it. And every band that's on his label, he'll go above and beyond even what he agrees to. Like that dude, he's fucking awesome. So that... That dude, anything that he puts out, I would say anybody who listens to Gorgasm or listens to fucking Inherit Disease or any fucking brutal death metal in that type of vein, I would say you could probably pick up any fucking album that's on his label and it will not suck. It's it's gonna be pretty fucking brutal and in the same vein. Like that dude sticks to his vision. He only wants a certain type of death metal on his label and he sticks true to it he doesn't go out and try to sign what's going to make money it's all fucking brutal death metal and I really appreciate the fuck out of that yeah. and one of the bands like that, yeah. it's shit like that that keeps my fucking uh, and it, kind of makes us, it makes you feel kind of special like you're in a special club or something yeah. you know as stupid as that sounds but like hey we're just like you know little fucking we got this little thing going, whatever, you know, we'll share that with you. <laughs> and every, every fucking band on the label, too, like, I don't know, we're like, we're all bros, so like, when I when I look at the roster, it's like, all these dudes, every fucking person on this fucking label is cool as fuck, like, yeah, we gotta meet a bunch of them in Indonesia, too, that are on this label. Yeah, Gory, fucking us, showed up, yeah. dude, with big, new standard elite fucking banners, and we all took the pictures <laughs> on That's awesome. Yeah. They, they were cool as fuck, man. Awesome dudes. It's crazy. It's like a fucking family, almost. That's good. It feels like a family to me. Like, I don't know. You be, sometimes you can talk to people a couple times on the internet, and then fucking you fly overseas and you meet them for the first time, and it's like, you know, you've known each other forever. It's awesome. It's good. Uh, I know uh, Distant Tomb is kind of blown up, and they're on that label, right? Yeah, yeah. I've already been in Indianapolis recently. That's cool. 
in Chicago. This and Tim, yeah. So yeah in fact, uh, their drummer just sent me a fucking happy birthday wish. That's <laughs> your birthday today, right? Yeah, happy fucking birthday from us at Phantasm. It's your birthday, you dick. It said it on Skype as a little cake. Forty birthdays don't mean shit. She <laughs> <laughs> start subtracting them. <laughs> yeah, they going backwards, fuck. Well, that's a first for uh, the Phantasm podcast. We have birthday on the show. It's yeah, pretty happy awesome. Birthday, man. Happy fucking birthday, Henry. Yep, Henry. Yeah, he sent a picture of us in the fucking uh, in the bus. In the bus, yeah, with Dan Osborne and fucking uh, and Tony Davis. Tony Davis from Lucifer. Yeah, uh, old boy uh, works in Caterpillar. Brian oh, Van Choy. Yeah, yeah Van Choy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went down there and had a good time, man. Watched them guys play. That's awesome. Because we knew they 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 couldn't make. They were scheduled to do uh, Chicago Domination, and they. They couldn't do it because of uh, some visa issues, so right. we went down and, and watched the Indianapolis the game through. Now, who's on Chicago Domination with you guys? They were, and then um, you know, they fucking filled their spot. Somebody filled their spot. I can't remember who. <clears throat> was. I think it was Kill Everything filled their spot. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm glad you got to jam with us on your birthday. <laughs> I didn't even know, man. I didn't know. It's a it's present a, from them. Uh, yeah, Chicago domination. I think. Uh, let's see. Yeah, malignancy and kill ever. I think malignancy was already on it. I love yeah. malignancy. I think they're awesome. Dehumanized is playing it. Less of decay. They're really good too. Some New York guys. Oh yeah. Uh, at work. I think they just passed through here, didn't they? Did you go and see them play? That was, uh, I think my wife was there. Oh, wow. You didn't get to go? She I went. didn't get to go because I was in fucking Oklahoma. I was in fucking Champaign, Illinois, but yeah, <laughs> she went. All right. Well, yeah, she said they were sick. I can't wait to see them. That was that fucking show that uh, Kyle Messick put on. Oh, and, yeah, uh, oh yeah, they brought Visceral Disgorge on. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that'll be a sick show, man. Do you guys have some shows coming up you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Um, when well, everybody we hears this, Chicago will be over. But <laughs> we are looking forward to that. But yeah, that's going to be a good turnout. There's so many good bands on that. Uh, uh, Miguel does a fucking top-notch job of getting uh, you know, a really good bill filled out. And uh, Jesse Denton has been helping him put that together. Let's just say this. They're doing a kick-ass job. Since it's already happened. Dude, Chicago was fucking sick. I'm telling you what, man. <laughs> you weren't there. You need to be there next year. Yeah. In fact, I think we actually know a little bit about what's going on next year, but we can't talk about it. Right. We've got Full Terror Assault coming up at the end of yeah. August. And then, uh, Who all is on Full Terror Assault? Yeah, I know uh, Belfagor's on there, which yeah, is great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of bands that are on that. Uh, we're going to uh, Bogota, Colombia. Wow. Um, on September 10th. And then we're going to be in Portland, Oregon. I think it's the 24th of September. And then uh, we're going to play Useless Christ Fest at uh, St. 
St. Vitus. Useless Christ Fest. It's uh, it's in, it's on October 10th or October 1st. I'm sorry. It actually is uh, uh, November uh, 30th, and then October. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> September 30th. <laughs> September 30th and October 1st. We're playing on October 1st. I think it's on your Facebook, the Useless Christ Fest. Yeah, I remember yeah, seeing yeah, that somewhere. Yeah, things will be on our. Facebook. If you guys check their events page as well, you know. You find we also, it on there also. Uh, just announced a deal where we're we're, we're doing the uh, what is it the brutal rampage tour in um, in uh, Europe. That's some rectal smegma. November third through November twelfth. We got a couple fests on there. We're gonna hit up and then uh, uh, it's mostly uh, Germany and surrounding countries right i just saw one of the shows uh i, I just saw a flyer for uh uh putridity got put on it oh nice, nice. so yeah that's gonna be fucked tobacco up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah zach gibson uh the drummer for uh 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 gut rot hit me up today. okay it's like oh man you're fucking lucky you're getting played with fucking putridity and I was like, hell yeah, that's like the second time. He's like, you're a dick, rub it in. Because <laughs> we played Mountains of Death with them, too. They're right. fucking... That'll be a great <laughs> fucking tour, man. We're, we're touring with... Uh, we're actually playing um, the Useless Christ Fest in Brooklyn with uh, Rectal Smegma. And they yeah. are going to be on tour with them guys. <laughs> in Europe, <laughs> the Rectal Smegma. In Europe. And then uh, I think the other bands on there are uh, Nerva Chaos and... Uh, right. Uh, Pighead was the band that, that recently joined the tour. So nice. Should be a pretty sick tour. It's uh, it's ten days, so we don't get over to Europe often. But you know, if you're over there, you're listening to this. Get your ass out and buy a fucking ticket. Yeah. Chances are we've met you before, so come back <laughs> and say hi to us. Oh yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the year. Next year we got a few things lined up, but um, we're not sure if we're supposed to talk about those yet. Right, so you guys, are you guys working on any new stuff? We've been kind of fucking kicking some things around. We're we're we're, we're, uh, we're fixing up our uh, our our live show a little bit. We're we're picking out some different songs to play. That's um, good. So we don't go back and you know remain stagnant. You know when we when we start making our rounds, I want to keep it fresh. You know, the same old songs. So sure. uh, we're gonna go back and learn a few old ones. But um, yeah, Lesky and Kyle have been starting to work mm. on on a little bit of new stuff. I'm working on some shit. <laughs> sure next year will be a good year to uh, to write. Yeah, the winter good. is the best time to write. Yeah, we don't like to fucking play shows or tour in the winter. It sucks to fucking haul equipment through the snow, so we yeah, it's dangerous too. You know, we kind of take that time to fucking sit down in the basement and fucking lock ourselves away and get fucked up and write some shit. Yeah, it sounds good. Kind of like I don't know how it happens. Get cabin fever and start writing some <laughs> fucked up shit. Now on on a. Uh... You know, orgy murder and, and, and stuff like that all the way to Destined. Um, do you guys have a hand in writing uh, the lyrics or maybe coming up with some of the song titles? Or Man, we all kind of fucking collectively 
put in on most of that. I mean, we all pitch in on everything. Like, guitarists will say stuff about drums, you know? Right. Think the drum hit a cymbal here, like... Or, no, dude, I don't like all, that last there. Yeah, we, like, we all collaborate on everything, basically. It's good. Yeah, like, I mean, a lot... I don't know. Tony's written a lot of the lyrics. Uh, there were a lot of things that Lesky had, like, little pieces of things, like, here's this, I kind of think this would be cool. we kind of take it and incorporate it into a song and... And then, like, I would take a few songs, like, if he felt like he was, you know, man, I've wrote, like, fucking lyrics to, like, six songs now, you need to take a couple. So <laughs> then I'd, like, sit down and I'd write a couple songs, like, on lyrics and shit, so. Right. Like, I mean, I can remember, even when we recorded uh, Orgy of Murder, uh, Tony pretty much had all the fucking lyrics written out for that, but we still had, like, what one or two songs when we were in the studio and it was getting time to be like recording vocals there was one or two yeah I was writing vocals driving the way yeah and I I sat outside like Chicago while they were traffic. they were tracking vocals and I sat outside and I I fucking wrote all the lyrics to Bloodlust sitting on the porch while they were tracking other songs and brought it into them and fucking I just I recorded all of it on vocals just so they knew how it went, and nice. then they fucking retract, you know, the parts that I wrote. So I don't know. We we just kind of all fucking get together and there's fucking, there's a lot of two two different guitars uh, playing different things in a lot of areas. So it's like we kind of come up with, um, you know, like Lesky writes a lot of the uh, a lot of the music, but then we kind of incorporate uh, how to how to like. Go from one rip to the next, structure. Right. and yeah, the structure, and then and then you know, um, you know, uh, Ryan will write in a different little part that he'll play over something that Lesky's playing, or vice versa. And, um, yeah, it's like, and even like weirdly enough, I mean, a I lot play, of that stuff gets done in the in the studio. In the studio, too. like I play drums, but like there's even a couple of fucking like guitar parts that I'll write here and there, like oh, like. I know, like, what, the end of uh, uh, Exhibit of Repugnance, that melody and shit, like, right. just little fucking things, like, I'd come up with that, and then Lesky'd be like, oh, I see what you're doing, and then he'd fucking write a melody over it, and then he'd teach Ryan the first part, and then, like, I mean, even I threw down vocals on Destined to Violate, and I, I mean, I don't do them live, but right. it just kind of added to the shit, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we all put in pretty equally when it comes to everything like and that's kind of why the chemistry works out really really well with this lineup I feel like and oh, yeah. on top of that I feel like we all fucking get along great too you know so like it's like when we go out on the road we don't fucking I mean there's some obviously there's always going to be some little bullshit bickering here and there but like right. all in all we all <laughs> fucking we, we all get along. We all get along pretty when fucking. When has there been <laughs> I must have been sleeping. Hey, you gotta, you know, take it in. You know. But like, I don't know, man. 
man. I consider all these dudes like my bros and like my best friends, and we fucking write music together and go on the road together. And it's weird experience things awesome. together, you know. That like turds in there, Lesky. You know, I mean, <laughs> we've, seen, we've seen a lot of seen a lot of turds. Yeah, we we do some fucked up things together. So. Well, you got to. It's a bunch of dudes shacked yeah. up. You know, you so, gotta. It, it, there's ups and downs, you know, but, but that's fucking anything, man, you know? I mean, but we have a good time, yeah, man. When it comes to writing shit, we have a good time, and, like, where it really pays off, there's two things that really, really fucking pay off to me. It's, like, going and playing live shows and getting that fucking vibe and talking to people afterwards when you play a good show and that feel you get. And really, for me, like, the ultimate is fucking... Sitting down, writing shit, and finally being happy with it, and then going and recording it, and getting that CD, and being like, "Man, we fucking did this together, man!" Like, right. you know, it's it's fucking it'll be there forever, man. Like once I'm dead, that shit'll still be there, and I hope fucking a hundred years from now, some fucking kid picks it up and is like, "Dude, this is some fucked up shit that these dudes <laughs> wrote a long time ago." <laughs> Yeah, that's all I can hope. I'm immortalized. And people think I'm just fucked up. <laughs> Man, that dude was fucked up. Those guys are fucked be like crazy. fucking encapsulated. Yeah. It's like a hundred years from now, they'll still be. Yeah, go to a museum to fucking play it. <laughs> Lesbian stool orgy. You know the musical. A hundred years from now, you never know. Yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting to see if it's going to affect people the same way it affects us. A hundred years from now, you know what I mean? Like right. that same fucking like that vibe. Like, yeah, will be all what is like that? that? You know, kind of thing. All or is it just gonna be like digital fucking like waves fucking going through like? You'd be like, I don't really like that that wavelength going through my ear, and yeah, then that's yeah. it. They don't even hear it. Yeah, so. Like a sound wave. It's a, it's a very heavy frequency. They're like, ooh, I don't. That hurt. But it's like now, if I fucking if I'm driving and I I. Sometimes I'll just flip it to the classical station because I don't want to listen to fucking goddamn classic rock or bullshit. (laughs) Like, you know, I'll fucking put on classical music and just drive and listen to that. And, like, I just hope, like, as old as that is, I still fucking listen to it and I can hear the fucking genius behind it, you know? Yeah. I just hope that years from now... People can listen to old death metal. Certain people, obviously, because it's already a very, very select crowd, but I just still hope that there's very select people that can still listen to any of it and pick that out and be like, man, this is, this was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, something, it's got yeah. some kind of substance to it that stands you know, the test of time. A hundred years from now, Disturbed is going to sound like Disturbed. It's going to sound like a pile <laughs> of fucking shit. Yeah. And there's no substance to it whatsoever. But, you know, like, It'll be dude, there's always and... something in fucking death metal that makes <laughs> it just hooks me, man. There's always a part in every song that's just like, fuck, dude. You know disturbed will be buried for a long time over. No one will even know who that is. Or makes the hand, the fucking hair stand up on your fucking, on your fucking arms. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there, there, there's always something in death metal that just like that just flips that trigger for me, man. And, right. You know, I mean, that shit will stand the test of time. Especially if you're a horror movie fan, you know that's what 
originally got me into death metal. It's like, these song titles fucking rule. The album art's really awesome, you know. Uh, so that alone with the artwork itself, you know. Hey, um, speaking of fucking horror movies, you need to check out Brad Twig's fucking movie, uh, MILFs vs. Zombies. We're on the soundtrack with Lividity. Really? Yeah, there's some other there's some other bands that are on there, but dude, it's great, great fucking B movie. Okay. Milfs versus zombies. I think uh, the distributor called it Four Milfs versus zombies. I think they're like trying to, you know, obviously sell more copies. That's hilarious. Are you guys on the soundtrack? Or are you like, is your music uh, yeah, in, the in the film? We're not in the movie, but the, the soundtrack is. Uh, they they play a good portion of uh, uh, visceral discharge in it. Actually, I think it's the best part of the movie. That's hysterical. Not because uh, you know our music's over, but it's just like what's going on. The most ridiculous scene at that time is <laughs> the greatest, man. It's the we'll have to best. definitely check that out. Couldn't ask for a better placement of one of our songs in a movie. It's a free music video, kind of, but you're watching a full film. And it's like, oh, there's a orgasm track right here. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, we we actually sell them at our shows. I think we've got like maybe ten left. Oh, the DVDs of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys don't have it, pick it up. It's fucking Milf versus Zombies. That's got Gorgasm oh, yeah. and Lividity. It's hysterical. I'm gonna have to check that out now. Fucking movie. I always love watching crazy, just. Just horror stuff, even if it's like low budget splatter. I mean, that's, that's the funny them. shit, you know. So if you can put orgasm to it and get a, you know, that's awesome. I'm trying to fucking find those oddities, you know. The, yeah. That nobody's seen. Like Black Devil Doll. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, Basket Case is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, Basket Case. Yeah. Black Devil Doll is just weird. It's like. Yeah, that was weird, man. Puppet but, dude, Master. I, I don't think I'm laughing my fucking ass off to watch it. was so <laughs> I don't know, man. I love it. I just watched Green Elf, and that was cool. Fuck, uh... Have you guys seen what's that? The, the Sinful Dwarf? Have you seen that one? What's that? The Sinful Dwarf. Sinful... You know what? I think I've heard of that, but I, I, I've, never, uh, I've never seen it. You guys will write, like... Two double out, two double disc albums after watching. It's a it's an old film. It's this dwarf running around raping and torturing these women. <laughs> it's, it's fucking funny. I don't know. I've got it on Blu-ray. It's fucking awesome. Dwarf. <laughs> yeah, I think I've actually heard of it, but I've never I've never fucking seen it. That's definitely in your guys' neck of the woods. That. I think you heard you. Looks like you freaks. Yeah, that's a good movie. What freaks? Blood sucking freaks. Oh, blood sucking freaks. Classic, yeah. dude. Sardu. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a lot of fucking. Uh, I mean, as fucking goofy as it sounds, that was a lot of influence on early gas and shit. Yeah. Really. Stab one in the course and fucking. I mean, I, uh, yeah. I mean, especially that all. We watched that fucking shit like, you know, over and over. Just because we enjoyed it, you know, that obviously like. Fucking portrayed in the literature. Really? Nice. So that's what kind of drew me into uh, death metal, even if it's not, you know, directly pertaining to a specific horror movie. You know, it. When I first got into both, it kind of helped both worlds where I can really indulge in the whole thing. You know. Yeah, Sinful Dwarf is from '73. 
It's a Danish film. It's fucking hilarious, man. It's like a <laughs> like a B porno, but he's running it's around. Like a snuff almost. This, the midget in it's fucking great. <laughs> Hell yeah! He's a great midget. Definitely gonna have to look that one up. It's funny, man. I, I can't believe they put it out on fucking Blu-ray. And the Blu-ray's fucking got a director's cut of it. It's unrated. It's pretty awesome. So maybe in the future you have a sinful dwarf-inspired song. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that'll happen. And this is a song title, and you guys should totally use it because I actually looked it up a lot, and no one's ever used this as a song title or a band. And I'm very upset. Is mutilated anus. <laughs> no one's used that as no, a song or a band. Yeah, so please, I want a Gorgasm track, even if it's just a demo and you guys only use it just for fun. Sounds like, sounds like Tony's life. <laughs> <laughs> There's a nice ring to it, you know, an O ring. That's another thing that most people don't know about us is we share shit picks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a website you can upload your shit and, and other I people can said, rate I your guess, poop. I guess uh, Sean McCain knows because we send it to him all the time, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a site called, like, Rate Your Shit or something, and, you, and people can, like, yeah, yeah. like five-star your poop if they want, you know. Yeah, the poop chart. Yeah, like, that's a solid log, and, you know, they can really have fun with it, so. <clears throat> I guess you guys rate it. You know, you have a little star emojis or something. You can just be like, yeah... That was a three star. You can do better than that. Oh, we always name them. You name <laughs> the rusty hook, you know. Oh man, <laughs> it's never a fun one. Cauliflower tree or something. Especially after cracking, you can't even name those shits when you're done drinking that. Some stuff you drink, you just don't even get anything. It's just, it's just insanity that you. Defecate. I spread the fucking bird. I stick it halfway out. The sharpened pencil. <laughs> I don't know what Les eats, but he's always sending us shit that looks like a bowl of fucking beef broth. Looks like just ass vomit. Oh, <laughs> Can send you my dog shits too anytime he, you know, at least get hey, some gratification out of it when he shits like, on the it's floor. It's gotta be photo worthy. Yeah. Oh, his you usually are too. Yeah. Shit. It's only the ones that you're like, holy fuck. That came out of my ass, you know. Pretty white. These guys gotta see this. The, the shits that I never get the time to, to take a picture of is when it's coming out of the bowl. Like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, that That was, like, longer than my, all my intestines. <laughs> and it came out. Oh. And it's still coming out. It's coming out of the toilet bowl, so. It's like tickling your sack. <laughs> God damn. And it just kind of wipes down your balls. Like, oh, man, you can't. Now I gotta I take a shower. 
Gross. Just wash your feet in the toilets with no water in them. Oh, uh, yeah. Just fucking smash pores looking. <laughs> 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 Upstate New York, I had a shit in an outhouse outside at night with no lights. That was scary. In Indonesia, I didn't shit for two days because there was no good spot. There was no good spot. Dude, I was like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom. They took me over to like some bucket. I was like, take a turn. They feed it to their pigs, you know. What boat though? I'm like, God, there was a fucking hole in the floor with two spots that looked like where your feet go, and then next to it, there was a fucking orange bucket with a washcloth in it. God. Everybody's shitting in this hole and wiping their ass with this fucking People can, you know, can complain all they want, but you don't, you haven't lived until you've, like, had to face that. I'm not fucking going, dude. I'm fucking <laughs> I'll shit in the woods with exotic animals. <laughs> I will not shit in this bucket. Yeah, I'm not doing it. No. I wouldn't have done it either, man. I don't and there was a there was a communal washcloth. <laughs> yes. Hey, it's only been used three times that day. <laughs> I would rather shit in my own hand and throw it like a monkey <laughs> than use that washcloth or any of that shit. I'm like this this here really. You're like. Looking at me like, yeah, it's a bathroom. Like, that's a bucket. <laughs> not where I come from. That's not a bathroom. Looking at you. <laughs> yeah. The bathroom has magazines yeah, and my Bluetooth player and. Oh yeah. So I made sure when I was in the hotel, I took a shit there. We played yeah. in some, or we stayed in some five star fucking places that was crazy. Like there wow. was, at one point, we played a show in this. It was. It was the fucking jungle. It was uh, Palankaraya. Yeah, Palankaraya. We were in the fucking jungle, but we stayed in a place that was like the sweetest fucking hotel I've ever seen in my life. Like, I took marble. I took a video of it. <laughs> With real toilets, like actual bathrooms. And just before that, they took us just down the road, out into the jungle, past these little huts where people lived and like... No electricity, no running water or anything, like, took us out to see the monkeys, like, Crazy. out in the jungle, and then they bring us back to this fucking hotel, and I'm like, holy fuck. We just went on a safari and everything. Yeah. That's nuts. They took us to some fucking mud hole that these guys wouldn't let us look at, so the, the local gangsters wouldn't let us up there and to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I got in an argument with the dude. It's a fucking body farm. It's a mud hole. I don't know. It was like some kind of natural, like disaster. No, back in the day, like a natural disaster occurred, and like all this mud erupted and fucking like, like basically mud 
ruined this whole entire city. So now it's all like roped off, and you can go see it. So we read about it ahead of time. It's a tourist attraction. Right, take us to the mud. Yeah. So we wanted to go see it. They took us there, and it's free. You can just go see it. Well, when we got there, basically the people that were working there saw like this group of white dudes walking up. So they wanted to start demanding money so we could see it. Wow. And I told the dude like. That, well, the guy that was walking us up there was like, oh, well, they want money from you guys. And I'm like, fuck that. It's fucking free. That's bullshit. It's a goddamn so mud hole. This one dude's like, bullshit. You bullshit. <laughs> like, let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, let's yeah, see it. Let's go back to the bucket. It was crazy. They were gangsters. Yeah, I mean, they were just trying to make a buck. You know? Yeah, they were like the fucking gangsters from the old Kung Fu movies. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they were, were ready to hey, The guys walking around with AK-47s or something? Yeah, machetes, man. They were like, all right, well, Jesus. Black suits and sunglasses. Yeah. Let's get back in the car. Yeah, they were guy. huge and had machetes. Fucking machetes on. It was fucked up. But I wasn't about to give them money just because we were American. Yeah. Everybody else was walking up in there for free. They only wanted to stop us and get money. Yeah, even the guys that took us there, they were like, what the fuck, you know? Like, <laughs> They're like, I'm so sorry. They've never done this before. <laughs> so you guys definitely go back there. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So for the most part, it seemed like you had <clears throat> This is the only place we've ever been where they had us on a fucking billboard. Really? Yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. God, they uh, take care of you over there. They, they they fucking love their metal and 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 they fucking they respect it and they they take care of you. You're their guests, you know. So yeah. East is a fuck cool place. Definitely. And the guy who runs it, or who is running the show, uh, Eco Eco was yeah. um, uh, awesome. He, he was he was the best man. Great fucking guy. Awesome. Yeah, he, he had the best smile too. <laughs> I was never sm- not smiling. Yeah. That dude was always happy. So, yeah, if any bands out there get a chance to work with that dude, yeah, do insight on Facebook. Dude is fucking. He's legit. Class act. Yep. Oh, yeah. And he puts you in a James Bond hotel in a jungle. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Spare no expense. At least you had a real bathroom. <laughs> so next time, I guess um, you guys get to carry. You know, is it? Uh, were they strict about travel? If what you had to carry with you, or do they kind of carry whatever? He pretty much took care of everything. We didn't have to worry about nothing. That's cool. Did you guys have your gear with you, or were you using like we rental stuff or our bags or anything? No, like we're we're used to like carrying all our own shit, you know, but like as soon as we got there, man, there was like people just like grabbing our shit and fucking <coughs> going off and putting them in cars and yeah, it was oh, weird. No, you guys come with us, they'll get that. Blah, it was blah, weird blah. at first, yeah. man, like fucking like, whoa, dude, who's who's grabbing my guitar? Who's grabbing my snare? <laughs> right. No, they just they were like, no, we don't want you guys to fucking do any work. We're they like, got holy shit. They got their shit down. I mean, they even had people that were gonna like run our merch table and all that shit. Oh, that's wow. awesome. But I'm, I mean, I'm kind of like, that's my thing, so I... Right. You know. 
That's still cool, though, yeah. When we, when we played, but, you know, I just kind of like, I like meeting people, man, you know, so, I like to sit at the merch table and fucking talk and bullshit with people. <clears throat> that is a first in my experience, because yeah. I, <laughs> people don't, <laughs> people don't, when I go to a show, for the most part, people don't want to talk to me. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, we, we've been really lucky, but, uh. Um, some of the pe- things we've got set up and then this with you guys and, and whatnot. But I tell you, man, it's, you know, you're going to take that with doing this type of shit that we do. But, you know, it's I think it's great that you guys want to actually meet your damn fans. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I think it's a rarity. Charging for meet and greets and all that horse shit. Uh, man, I ain't going to do that. I'm amazed. I, I understand when Aerosmith does that. I don't understand it when a death metal band does it. I mean, if you if you want to buy a beer or something, we ain't gonna turn oh, it down. Oh, dude, no, that's <laughs> totally worth that, you know. But yeah, man. I mean, I we fuck, man. These are, they're not like our friends as, or they're not like our fans as much as they are like our friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like these are our friends. I mean, we talk to these people on Facebook. We, you know, we. We know a lot of people that are at the shows, regardless of where we're at, you know. It's like people uh, get a hold of us beforehand. Hey, man, we'll see you at the show, blah, blah, blah. And right. Like, you know, fuck yeah, why wouldn't we talk to these people? It's not like we got anything else going on. <laughs> like, we got nothing important to do after the show. But I think we're all be at the same place, you know. Hang out, you know. So, say next time you're in Indonesia or anywhere like that, I would... Anytime I went overseas after something like that, I would always bring a portable toilet. Like one of those little those little <laughs> ones that you... Not like a commode, but you know, there's ones you can buy where you're out in the woods or whatever. And I would definitely have one of those strapped to my back, even if I played the show. Yeah. Portable yeah, toilet strapped to your back. You ain't gonna need one. If you're in the woods, <laughs> it's just gonna be like a bear. <laughs> Might want to bring some, like, napkins. Yeah. Find a bush. Yeah, there you go. Well, guys, I want to thank you for doing this for us. It's been yeah, thank a- you guys for doing this. Sorry it ran over a little bit. Sorry. Oh, man, it's all right. Really appreciate this. We ran over time by talking about poop for too long. We forgot about the song. We always got time to talk about poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, it's been a blast. Uh, we hope you guys are safe on your travels. Uh, we hope that uh, Full Terror and all the upcoming shows you got are going to be fucking sick and you guys are going to enjoy yourselves. We hope you pick up all the new fans you can and they buy your fucking merch. Yeah, I have it. We hope to catch you around soon. Yeah, uh, man, if you guys ever show. play in the South, let me know. Right on. We will be there. I was in Tennessee last year. I was there fucking last summer. Yeah. Where did yeah, you all play in Tennessee? Tennessee. But we were there just... You know, on vacation. vacation <laughs> oh, you Gatlinburg and all that shit? Yeah, yeah, we did Gatlinburg. I did Gatlinburg with the family. Dude, next time you do that with your friend, fa- let me know. I can hook you. I've got friends that own fucking rentals and shit up there. I can hook you up. All right, on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get yeah, your fucking man, Smoky I'll Mountain on. Back, I'm sure, man. Yeah, man, let me know. My parents own a fucking condo up there, too, so. I do a lot of work. Dude, I love it. I used to do a lot of work. I got a lot of fucking sweet distilleries out there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Yep. Yep. It's well, a cool. yeehaw. Hiking all over the fucking place over there. So that's sweet. Yeah, it's nice. There's a lot of shit up there, man. Cool, man. Thank you guys for doing this, man. Yeah, not a problem, man. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate the hell out of it. I'll, and uh, I'll let you guys know when we get it up. All right, man.
man. Cool. Thank you, guys. Have Thank a good you, weekend, man. man. Hey, you too. Take care. Yeah, Take care, guys. guys.